Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. the button (laughs) (laughs) that's the magic (laughs) here we go it's how we seize it episode 112 uh we're doing hawkeye from uh disney plus the the fourth of the disney uh miniseries the mcu um i guess if i guess it'd be the fifth if you count what's um what if what if uh but i I don't know if what if as a a miniseries okay so then this would be the fifth the fifth iteration um, I, I'm going to put it right out there. I think it's the best of them all. Uh, it, it, to me, is one of the most rewatchable shows that they've done. Um, having just rewatched it again for the fifth time um, all the way through. <laughs> I know. I, it's crazy. It hasn't even been out, what, a month and a half? And yeah, I've watched it that many times. Wow. Wow. So, Impressive. Yeah. Well, I, so I, when I got my booster shot, I, uh, oh. I was at home uh, kind of feeling crappy and stuff stuff like that so i literally watched all um all the episodes again and then watched uh black widow then shang chi like just as i you know melted into the couch for the day (laughs) so it was it was it was one of those like i was was a little bit in and out of consciousness through some of it but i i watched most of the hawkeye again and was was very intrigued with it and still loved all of it so all right, well, here we go. We're going to get going on this. I'm your main host, Noah, and uh, this is how we seize it. As uh, With me, as always, is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. I'm here. I've been silent for a few minutes while you uh, gushed <laughs> on Hawkeye <laughs> overflowing, but uh, I'm ready it's, to... It's not just Hawkeye. It's the whole cast. I love them all. That's, that's Except good. for Kazi. Kazi's a dick. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's good to be here. Join it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and joining us uh, as it is an MCU, and and always with us is our uh, friend Bo. Hey everybody, how you doing? Good to be and, here. And Nina, didn't mean to step on you there, Bo. That's it. A... That's all right. How you doing? Okay. All right. Download, and... rate, review. I didn't get that out. I did <laughs> yeah. step on that. Download, rate, and review. And that's why you only get half a buck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that would be great. Yeah, uh, I'm glad if you are back listening to us. If you're if a, a, a long-time listener, a short-time listener, or a brand-new listener, thanks for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, we do this for ourselves, but it's also nice to know that someone else is getting something out of that. So uh, yeah. that's really cool. I think uh, something some other podcasts do that I think we might want to consider, um, start reading some of the few reviews that we have. We can start with maybe not this week, but Alyssa's. Would probably okay, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah would, would, uh, would i think she was the first i might have been the second so <laughs> yeah yeah we could do that uh that would be great to get some more of them in there too and, and yeah. just, just in general or even an email uh you can always email us at the dot hwsi.podcast at gmail.com um we have a facebook group it is private i'm gonna i'm gonna fix that one of these days basically i'm gonna have to start it all over but um it would be kind of fun to get that going and getting some people to interact. And we also have an Instagram and we always put out our, uh, drink pictures and, uh, a little, a synopsis of each episode. And so, uh, if you don't know what that is, we get, do a special thing on this uh, podcast where we take a 
cocktail or drink and we pair it to whatever we were watching in this week being Hawkeye we've got some great ones coming up for this and and I'm ready to hear what you guys got so that I can also get drinking (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll get started okay Um, so keeping in with the um, my tradition of drinking vintage cocktails uh, I have one called the Bishop which is a first noted in 1935. Um, It's pretty simple. It's uh, three ounces of light rum, one ounce red wine, uh, traditionally burgundy, but they said any sweet red wine. So I use Pinot Noir, which is practically burgundy anyway. And uh, one teaspoon simple syrup, one and a half or one half tablespoon lime juice, um, and just put it in a glass. And I also, I went to the thrift store in the last couple of weeks and I got some new, <laughs> some nice. new stemware. So it's a, a real pretty crystal, tall crystal glass, but you can put it in a wine glass or whatever you want. So, nice. and it is a, a bit, a bit strong for this time of night for me. So I'll probably be <laughs> alternating with, uh, with a Diet Coke. So <laughs> that works. It looks really nice. It, that's a, it's, that's a yeah, really clean looking, uh, yeah. fancy looking, uh, drink. It's yes, it's, it's nice. It's oh, it's Sorry. it's kind of kind of sophisticated, and of course, uh, in honor of uh, Hawkeye Bishop. Hawkeye Bishop, Kate Bishop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nice. Um, if you, uh, it's interesting you mentioned that about getting some new glasses. I uh, I am also going to be investing in some uh, glasses here in the near future as well. So. Um, just for presentation for this podcast. So, <laughs> yes. Um, well, you guys still have some uh, some uh, highball glasses, I guess, or uh, uh, I think that's what they're called. Uh, I the think ones they're I highball got. glasses. I think yeah. Those are, yeah. Those are highball Those will glasses. be coming with our shirts, just so <laughs> people know that we. Okay, got, cool. Finally I, saw got my some, sh- I saw all kinds of stuff. I saw a cutting board, some coasters. Oh, saw all yeah. kinds of swag over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are coming from Steve. But yeah, we got the shirts coming. So once I get those, I'll I will wrap those up with some glasses and send those off to you guys. So um, nice. thank you. Yep. Very cool. Thanks, man. Yep. Go ahead, uh, Bogue. Drop us I'll go. Drink. I'll go next. I kind of came up with my own. I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a better name. Naming cocktails is not my strong suit. Uh, drinking, <laughs> drinking them is my strong suit. Um, but I went with something called the New York LARP um, because <laughs> nice. in, in honor of they were the ones that made. Um, the suits the suits yeah the suits for for hawkeye and um kate and uh clinton kate i guess i'll call them anyway um so i went with uh an ounce and a half of vodka i went with uh tahoe blue yeah uh half an ounce of lime juice uh, take put it in a collins glass fill it with ice and then pour over uh monster energy ultraviolet pure zero so, uh, I figure I wow figure Clint Clint always seems a little on the uh, you know not Edge. super high energy side <laughs> it seems he always seems a little like I don't know down a little like you know especially after the blip you know he's got a lot of a lot of depression going for him it seems like so uh, I said you know he could use some energy but anyway it's, yeah. it's one of the it was either that or cran grape and I just couldn't you know <laughs> Cran grapes a little too sweet, so I went with I went with this. So no, I like actually, it. the color. I think the color came out. I mean, you guys can see. Yeah. I mean, it came out oh, to yeah. I think the right tone of purple for yeah, for their suits. So uh, I'm pretty happy with that. 
funny. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking to uh, the showrunner and uh, the, one of the main directors. I can't think of his name right now, but he was talking about how purple is is his least favorite color. Oh, and really? So they're, like, they're like, well, just so you know. And uh, so he was actually talking about that. They they found a couple shades of purple that didn't make him throw up. <laughs> and, so, and so I thought that I, I'm like, you picked the wrong one to run if you really can't be around purple. But, yeah, they did a really good job with with, uh, I think, the, the costumes and they're not being so outlandish. And they, they really worked well. So good call. But even I, being I, a little I, bit I, outlandish I put, works since they kind of came, they were yeah. presents and he yeah. was <laughs> humorously received. I, yeah. I mean, they were, they were definitely Hawkeye costumes. I mean, you could oh, for sure. and say, I mean, yeah. like some, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like sometimes you watch superhero movies and it'll be like, I don't know who that's supposed to be, but it doesn't look like Superman, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's done a really good job with that, with, with yeah. doing a little bit from the comics and a little bit of new and kind of molding the two and, in really coming up with some good stuff yeah yeah yep. you want to go steve or you want me to no i can go um i did a pair of cocktails i was inspired by the relationship between clint and laura uh barton um husband and wife and you don't see this in many in many series or shows where the husband and wife get along so well you know that takes <laughs> i think it takes harder it's harder writing it's harder to establish a good uh, chemistry between two people and have that work on screen than it is to have them bicker. And you see a lot of bickering on screen in other characters. Uh, not, I'm not talking about Hawkeye, but in general, that's typically how yeah, yeah. Uh, couples are written. And so it's refreshing. I, I'm always reminded when I see such good, uh, solid relationships uh, uh, to the movie Mummy Returns back in, oh, I don't know, that was 20 years ago, um, with, uh, with, uh, the two leads in who was that? That was Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss, Rick and Evelyn, and their son Alex, and they get along so well in that. And it's so fun to watch, and I like that here. The conversations they had—they didn't have that much screen time together, certainly because they moved away. But anyway, so I went with uh, a Hawkeye, uh, or a drink for for um, Clint Barton and a drink for uh, Laura Barton. Uh, with Clint, I got a Hawkeye Pierce, which I drew from other other shows instead. Oh, nice! Uh, uh, this is a this <laughs> oh, is a, this I, is a, I, a Mash reference. <laughs> yeah, Hawkeye on Mash loves loved his um, martinis dry, extra dry, dry, yeah. dry, dry, <laughs> like you know, arid dry. So um, yes. I used I used a gin that I my daughter actually got me a a, a gin making kit. You, you have to start with vodka, but then you get to um, uh, infuse your own botanicals and juniper berries and uh so it becomes more of a that's why it's a darker color because it uh they don't, you don't yeah. actually distill it afterwards but anyway i made this gin um and i used just a dutch just a teardrop of, of vermouth to make a dry martini and then for um laura i went with a you, uh, tequila mockingbird what's you that say dry did you say dry martini like barton <laughs> I didn't say that, but uh, I thought it, it sounded like it on my end. But I said, a "Dry wow, martini, very clever." That's, that's good. <laughs> um, but for uh, for Laura, I went with a uh, Tequila Mockingbird. Again, another reference to another uh, movie or book, uh, Harper Lee. But um, and there's a few recipes out there because it's kind of a common uh, a common mm -hmm. uh, pun or play on cocktail words play on words for cocktails but i want one that's more traditionally like a like a uh, a margarita it's got uh one and three quarters 
Oh, and well, the Mockingbird, of course, that's the reference to the to the reveal at the very end that she's Agent Nineteen, um, yeah. and the watch is revealed, and you tie that back to Mockingbird, which is the character that. Um, there's some references in the comic. So that's why I yes. went with a Mockingbird cocktail on that. Spoiler! Anyway. Uh, uh, but it's, uh, if it's, you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, you yeah. probably knew that already. Ho- hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a traditional margarita, but it has a little minced ginger in there as well. So uh, oh, nice. it uses agave for the for the sweetener and then fresh lime and tequila. So, And I put nice. them in my uh, Nick and Nora glasses. These are new glasses I got a, a few weeks ago that I'm in love with. I've been using all my cocktails. So that kind of goes along <laughs> with the pairing of them, too, because I think Nick and Nora glasses are based off the uh, husband and wife team and the Thin Man or something like that. The Thin Man, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so those so those are similar glasses like I'm looking for. Uh, coupe glasses, I think, is what uh, I'm looking for. And they're, think of that glass, but kind of if you were to smash it down a little bit. Right, and right. It was wider. Yeah, these are yeah. longer stem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, nice. anyway, that's, mm. a, that's a great cocktail. I was... Uh, I didn't know that's what those glasses were called. That I, they're, I've seen those. They're a nice shape. I love yeah. these. I love these. <laughs> I uh, When I was looking at some cocktails, looking at some stuff, some some ideas for uh, what might, what might happen, um, what I might do for this podcast, one of the cocktails I looked at had minced ginger it actually had muddled ginger and it was interesting mm. how they described uh the size of ginger it was it says the size <laughs> like a thumbnail. of thumbnail size of a thumbnail exactly yep. they said size of a thumbnail two discs the size of a thumbnail i thought was very interesting so yeah that's, that's, that's official that's, measurement of ginger i believe yeah that uh i i always <laughs> i'm a i'm a i won't say i'm a mash fan i guess i could say i'm a mash fan i've seen every episode oh, I mean, i'm a mash i've fan. gone back and watched them and I was going to say, we, we watched that hell of a lot of them when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and I and I would, in, in thinking back, like I didn't know what a dry martini was when I was 10. But <laughs> in my adult life, um, just hearing, the, just the remembering some of the references he had of how he described, like he would go to the, the officer's, the officer's uh, bar or whatever they called it. Um, you know, they talked about, he talked about, he would order his martini dry just a lot of different ways and... and you know, right. like I want you to, I want you to pour the gin in the glass and whisper vermouth across the top and <laughs> stuff like that, and you know, just all the different ways he, or, he or wanted you, it or really you, dry. Or you fill it, or you fill a glass of gin and drink it while looking at a picture of uh, brother so and so, inventor of vermouth. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I didn't, so, I, like I, I didn't realize until just recently, uh, like a few years ago, that the dry was the opposite of sweet in when mm-hmm. it came to alcohol. Oh. I always thought it was. You know, kind of that puckering feeling you take get, all the like, the, the moisture, moisture out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if I'm not mistaken, in Mash, didn't they have a distillery in their tent? Yeah, like that was. Yep. They had so, a still in their tent. So that makes it even better that the fact that you used your own homemade gin. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Good point. For, for yeah. a, a Mash reference drink. Right. Um, I was also one of the things I, I noticed is uh, calling back to uh, uh, Age of Ultron um, when they first meet Laura. When they get to the farm, one of the things Tony says is he says, this is all fake. She's an agent. These are all little agents. You know how close he he was right. That he was right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Little did we know then. Little did we know then. Um, All right. Let me get into my drink here. I did too because I I did like I always do and I go out on these tangents and I get going. And I found two that I couldn't decide between and I liked them both. And uh, so I really wanted to go with both of them. And uh, I sent you guys a picture earlier of the first one I'm going to talk about, which is a Cosbro. 
and I went on the, the bro theme because of the uh, the tracksuits. Oh, and right. So this is this is this is a right off of the Cosmo thing, but you know you go with the Cosbro, and so it's pretty simple drink. Um, it is a uh, three quarter ounce um, Cointreau, uh, one and a half ounces of whiskey. I went with the of uh, that uh, Jameson IPA uh, whiskey. Love that. Uh, three, three quarter ounce uh, fresh lime, and you'll see why I did it. So it's even better. Half ounce of cranberry juice. You 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 mix that up in your shaker. You pour that in there, and then you float two ounces or whatever the rest of the glass is of an IPA on top of it. Oh, got it. And that's huh. why I went with the, the IPA uh, whiskey. And uh, so like a cosmic so bomb. Was just, bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's and it's actually pretty tasty. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, the beer I went with is uh, a local beer here, uh, Parliament uh, Brewery out of Roanoke Park. Uh, they have this one. It's uh, Seven Citra. I had it uh, about a month ago. I think uh, my my daughter's boyfriend got me some, and it is fabulous. It is it is a nice, clean, easy drinking IPA. It's about a seven seven point two, I think. So, but it's really really tasty. Really in that citrus side, which I really like, like nice and hazy. So. Really, really good drink. I put this in our in our how we seize the glasses. So I, I was really excited about that. Didn't mix as it mixed a little more. Didn't float as well as I was hoping in the pitcher, but it, it it's still really tasty. Nice. It sounds good. But, um, those those go ahead. Sorry, no. Oh, I was, I'm going to go on to my next one. So if you got something real quick, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the the Jameson. I like. I really like their. Um, what do you call it? I like their their uh, beer inspired. I have a stout one. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a stout one at home, and, and that's a pretty good one too. But they do a good job of their their sort of beer inspired uh, Irish whiskey. Yes, I well I saw it at, at Safeway, and I was like, it was on sale, and I was like, oh, I got to get that. Um, so then I was thinking, I got I you know I found another one that I really wanted to get um, and do, and so this is a Bromosa. Right. Oh, <laughs> Basically, it's it's your your morning after drink. Uh, it's it's that uh, the guy's mimosa drink uh, for the most part. It you add a shot of uh, vodka. I went uh, like Bo did. Um, I had the Tahoe um, vodka. Tahoe blue, yeah. Yeah, Tahoe blue vodka. So it's, I did a full ounce of that. Um, then you fill two thirds of the glass with an IPA. Uh, the the recipe I I was reading. They had a PBR, but I'm not putting that piss water in my drink, so <laughs> I went and got an IPA. Um, and then you you finish off it with uh, the the one third left of the glass with orange juice. And I was like, you know, I, I need to eat something before I drink all of these, and so I had to make me a box of mac and cheese. Nice. Or <laughs> macaroni, which yep. that I, I mean, it must be a Russian thing. Who doesn't say mac and cheese and just calls it macaroni? That to me was <laughs> it, it was clever yeah. and funny at the same time, but it still threw me off. But yeah, yeah. so and I did, have my, my. Did you look up? I looked up macaroni and cheese cocktails just to see if there was something oh. that you go with. <laughs> you find the most disgusting stuff out there. But sure. <laughs> so I, I I turned the page. No, I didn't do that, but I <laughs> knew right away I was making me a box of mac and cheese because I love I the line. I will say, Elena, it, we, because um. Well, I'll get to this. Claire watched this with me, and after she Kate had eaten all she wanted, oh, she put she sauce. put hot sauce, and, and Claire's like, "Is that rooster sauce?" And I'm like, "I think yeah. it is." And yeah. we're like, "We should try that." So, Elena, you you're. It, I love how you call it rooster sauce. It absolutely is rooster sauce. But... <laughs> yes. 
Some people but, call uh, it a different name. That's but... what that's what Claire calls it. But yeah, yeah, I, I um, get you. You know, some, but, uh, people I have it, to... some people call it by its right name. Some people call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Are they paying us? No, it's rooster no. sauce. <laughs> well, it's not It's not a pay thing. I mean, we're not saying hung foy. I mean, we're not going all the way deep dive, but all the variants, <laughs> yeah. are, all the variants are called sriracha. So anyway, but. Yeah, anyway, but Why about... just needless to say, Yelena is a genius. That's It was great. <laughs> oh, that's funny because... Uh, I would not put that in my my mac and cheese because I'm not going to ruin my macaroni that way. But Alyssa did ask me. She's like, "You're gonna you're gonna put the sriracha in there with it?" I'm like, "You know, at least in the picture." And I was like, "No, no, I'm not." <laughs> I love that's, that's sriracha. <laughs> sriracha is one of my go-to. Content. I still have all my taste buds, so I don't eat that stuff. <laughs> I uh, you don't, you know you don't need you. A, you don't need a lot of it, but just a little bit. I use lime I, I'll tell you what I I <laughs> as a. Uh, um, I'm trying to think it's a line from Pulp Fiction. I drown him in that shit. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, um, just, you know, you grow up, you build your tolerance. I mean, yeah, no, I, I used to, I, I used to I put a drop it. at a time. My Kelly three or four years ago for uh, Christmas got me a, you know how they have those little, uh, the keychains for now for sanitizer. Oh yeah. Course. I mean, so she got me one that was branded with the Hung Foy, uh, Sriracha. So it's, nice. it's got a carabiner and everything. So I, I have it. Wow. Uh, like, I don't clip it onto anything because the last thing I need is like the lid popping off and <laughs> again, uh, sriracha, all over, sriracha all over everything. But I do have it at work and I just, you know, I, it's just a, I add it to a lot of stuff. I would definitely put it on mac and cheese, but scrambled nice. eggs. 100%. Have, have, you, have, have you ever, there, this is, uh, have you ever made dragon noodles? Nope. This is one of those things. It's like, it is, it's super cheap. It's super easy. It's you cook uh, like one serving of lo mein noodles, or you can use ramen if you don't have lo mein noodles. And then you put it in a fry pan with uh, one beaten egg, a spoon of soy sauce, a spoon of um, brown sugar, and a spoon of sriracha, and mix the whole thing up and sort of saute it until the egg is done. Yeah. It's really, really good, and it costs like twenty-five cents. So yeah, it's, <laughs> you can use spaghetti too. I mean, it's uh, oh yeah, any any kind of noodle. I do, yeah. it's just nice. yeah. Yep. Nice. I uh, I'll tell you what. It's uh, part of the reason I started using so much hot sauce on stuff uh, here and there. <laughs> when I when I cut out um, when I when I stop basically eating sugar and grains, like yeah. everything, like you need to like liven up the palate. So it's either vinegar or hot sauce and Oh. You know, some things just don't accept. Like, if I were to eat mac and cheese or even scrambled eggs, vinegar isn't a great compliment for that. So it's straight to the hot sauce. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I we're getting that. way off topic. We were here to talk <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, it. sorry. Well, I did want to mention the line that Kate said when she's like, you, you know, it, it's delicious. And she goes, yes, I, I know what uh, box mac and cheese is, and I know it's delicious. And, and t- I laugh every time I see it. It's just cracking yeah. me up because it's 100% true. And right. it's... You know, box mac and cheese, and everybody knows exactly what it is. It's just it, <laughs> yep. and what the flavor is. And I, I was laughing because I I told Alyssa when I got home I was making mac and cheese, and as I was mixing it, it has a sound <laughs> where you're mixing it that you yeah. just know is macaroni and cheese as you mix it. And I was like, oh yep. my god, I miss that so much. So, so anyways, know, and they call it something different in Canada. It's like craft dinner or something yeah. like that. Is craft uh, dinners, the, yeah. The box is even labeled different. 
Yeah, that's exactly. right. We, we had this at our podcast when we did the beer pairing yeah. with macaroni or something like that. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure Jeremy did. brought it up. Fogbelt had it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those were some good. Ma- I mean, we could I have a whole it. podcast on mac and cheese. I'll tell you that. So, and you and you already did. <laughs> they're but we could they're out there. Whole, yeah. We could have another whole podcast on mac and cheese, but uh, Claire, Claire know. wants the mac and cheese off next time. All three, all three of us siblings are in town together because oh. oh, we all have our own recipe. Oh, gotcha. And she wants to see who has the best. Nice. <laughs> nice, good deal. Hope, All right, well, let's you guys, get. Let's... Hope you guys are okay with disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can send. I can send you some recipes, Bo. I, I don't, we got I don't them need for... them, but thank you. Okay. Um, anyhow, let's get let's get into this. Uh, this was a six uh, episode miniseries. They released the first two together. Um, it then carried on for five weeks, uh, ending right before Christmas, and uh, right after. Um, no Way Home was released. Uh, episode 5 was oh, released right. right before it. Then No Way Home, which had a huge, huge uh, kind of, uh, I don't know what Crossover? you would call it. Tie-in? Yeah, well, just... Yeah. Fan... <laughs> I, I don't know what to go... I mean, it's it's not like a spoiler. Or it's But basically, we got uh, Netflix MCU characters in both Hawkeye and then the following day... Right, because it was released on a Wednesday. Then the following day, Thursday, uh, No Way Home was released, and we got another Netflix character. And we're talking about um, Matt Murdock, uh, Daredevil, uh, and uh, Jason Fisk. Um, not Jason Fisk. I played football against I was like, him. Who's um, Jason Fisk? <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Jason, Wilson Fisk. Is it, is it I, Wilson's I, son? <laughs> it, it might. I don't know. I played football against a guy named Jason Fisk, who ended uh, up going into into the NFL. So gotcha. that's why it's on my head. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Vincent, De- De- uh, why can't I think of his name already? D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to screw that up. But anyway, so that was a big, big expectation or kind of question. He was the new Mephisto in a way, kind of like, oh, everybody's waiting for him and stuff like that. And so yeah. uh, we did get him, which was great. Um, and now that, that happened later on. But th- all in all, this was uh, a fun I think the most rewatchable of the Disney series so far. Um, I would I would uh, agree to that. I here's a I I wanted to rewatch that watch it for this show, and I started Saturday afternoon. I'm like, okay, because it'll give me a couple days. I can watch yeah one or two today, one or two tomorrow, and then I have two more days. But I ended up watching all six in a row, <laughs> not moving from the sofa. And Claire came in and watched like. She had watched the first three. Mm-hmm. So when the fourth one started, she came in and she and she's like, oh, I think I want to do something different. And I said, just watch the very beginning of episode five. I said, right. because there's this really cool, which we'll get to. There's this really cool thing that happens. Is that yellow? And, is that, is yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure and, I knew what you were winking at. <laughs> and then when the and then at the end of that scene when they started the opening credits, I said, "Okay, we can turn it off now." She goes, "Well, now I'm invested." So we ended up watching, so we ended up watching like all, I ended up watching all six episodes. And then the next day, she wanted to watch Black Widow again. It was mm-hmm. so yeah, it was definitely rewatchable. I would say episode five. Excuse me. Episode five is the best of any of the single episodes of all of the Marvel miniseries or series. Say that again? Uh, it is the best single episode of okay. all five 
of the the series, it is the best episode start to finish. To me, I I, I was thinking about this today because I actually watched it twice today, uh, once at work and then when I got home I put it on, on again. Uh, that would probably be six and seven numbers uh, in in total watch time. After listening wow. to a bunch of people talk about it, and uh, I I actually was watching this at lunch and. I'm hiding my face because I'm starting to tear up while I'm, I'm eating my soup and watching this show in the cafeteria at work. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't know what I'm doing. It, it just there's so much emotion in it and there's so much that it covers. And, and it's not just one set of people. It, it is so many throughout the, the whole cast and, and story. And it's from start to finish. It is just nonstop like investing you know, like you said, you're you get invested in all of it because of what they're covering. It's so good to me. I mean, the Elena mm -hmm. and Kate scene alone, where she's in their apartment, is is so cool and fun. And and, and you know, we haven't had any really scenes like that. I don't. I mean, Loki was kind of close. You got some of the the personal scenes where you between him and um, what can I think Mobius. of her name? Oh, oh, uh, Sylvie. <laughs> Sylvie, yeah, where there was some emotion and stuff, but just, it was, I mean, made you want to see more of these two characters, like Kate and, and Elena. You know, it's like so many people in, in, in things I listen to were talking about, they, they could watch a series of just those two, like a buddy cop series of those two, you know, it'd be so much fun. Buddy so. cop's a good, uh, a good phrase because yeah. I, re I remember the very first trailer that was released had kind of that buddy cop Christmas theme it made it seem kind of yeah. like uh, uh, like it was good like it could belong on, on our on our holiday podcast where we're talking oh, about right. different Christmas themed shows because they really uh, <laughs> they really push that in that in that uh, this holiday season you know and yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> oh to me that screamed Hallmark right off the bat the bat I was like this is Disney's Hallmark like <laughs> the first two episodes were, were were like a Disney Hallmark movie and but super good uh, yeah. I mean so good. I thought it was a little lightweight as far as the storytelling, but it's very it's very watchable in it, and and there are certain characters that really grab hold of you, especially the way they relate, and that's where you know Kate Kate Bishop does such a good job. Are you saying light compared of, to the other series, or just in general? Well, I thought yeah, well that, that they focus more on relationships on 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 okay uh, on. Uh, people whereas the other ones are a little bit more ideas and and they're exploring the universe and you know with you know the scarlet witch the what is that one that's uh the, wandavision wandavision yeah i mean that that's uh exploring this 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 idea about i mean something fantastical we've never seen before right and, and it's a little bit about their relationship but it doesn't explore all the different relationships like they like they do in this one um yeah. gotcha. but i did also it think this was the okay. lightest weight one too it, it's definitely a, a um, diversion, I guess. Lack, lack of, <laughs> I mean, I it's a diversion from just the the sort of uh, sort of just uh, 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 template that they right. developed for so many of the things. Right? They kind of have this template of of you know, there's action. There's you know, it, if you think of the movies or even think of the series, there's like. A certain component of action, a certain component of like certain things, and this this kind of breaks that mold to some degree of right. just adding adding the sort of family. Well, I think the you family, know, if, the alternate story, the sort of right. the sort of secondary story of the whole thing that's like built into it. It's it's almost like 
you know, you, you, there's some series that do that, you know, not in the Marvel universe, but there's there's some series that kind of have like this sort of uh, underlying theme that they always kind of come back to. And that's the way I felt about the sort of Christmas part of it and, and Clint trying to get home and, and everything that yeah. kind of goes along with that. It's like you had like the main theme, which is like the sort of the Marvel, the superhero, but they always kept going back to the Christmas part, which they didn't have to. Like they could have yeah. just, Is they he gonna get just home? been like episode one, got to get home for Christmas, episode six or five or whatever it was, um, episode six. <laughs> um, um, okay, didn't made it home, didn't make it home, whatever. You know, and that's it, kind of a thing. Like, yeah, they could have they could have done it that way, but the callbacks they they kind of weaved it in really, really well. And I I just I can't think of another either another series or even another movie that did that. You know, maybe Ragnarok. I've only seen it once, but I mean, who knows? Like, <laughs> maybe maybe one of the other movies or series, but I'm just not. I I just can't I can't place it. Yeah, they, they, I, this this kind of reminded me like when we talked about Ant-Man and when we said, cause the stakes there were smaller. Right. It kind of, it kind of, they were able to narrow the focus. And I think this was the same way. It was like, you know, you have WandaVision and we're trying to save reality and uh, <laughs> Loki, we're trying to save all of time and space. And it's like uh, Hawkeye, we're trying to get a watch back. And <laughs> get home in time. So, so and be home in time for Christmas. Exactly. So, so they were able to kind of have moments where, like Hawkeye talking to his kids, and mm-hmm. Kate and Yelena sharing macaroni and cheese, and <laughs> and yeah, and just these these moments that that were allowed to kind of open up and breathe. That and, because yeah. there there wasn't yeah. there wasn't the urgency to like save the world, you know. And they didn't rely on bickering. You know, I look at look at Kate and Clint and their relationship. You could paint it really easily as like, here's this kid that's tagging along and him just like getting annoyed and stuff. But they didn't really play it that way. That was kind of like a surface, but he there was a lot of kindness and thoughtfulness and yeah. joy in kind of their exchange and fun. And even though he was trying to, you know, get rid of her, it wasn't, it didn't come across <laughs> as, not very as, hard. as that, you know, Bruce Willis and annoying, you know, our, you know, Henri and, uh, right. you know, it was, there was more kindness and, and I don't, I get, again, I say that's harder to write and, and make it work. It's harder to write what kindness the, than it is to write kind of this, you know, pissed off yeah. bickering. I think asshole. it's the, the third episode. No, no, that's the fourth where the, it's the partners. Am I right? Episode where it starts off and they're sitting at the table with, uh, Kate's parents or mom and, and, new stepdad potentially and uh she's like oh yeah we're partners he's like no we're not and he's like yeah, yeah. me and cb1 and he's like what the hell <laughs> i just she you know she's playing it off like they're they're best friends already and he's just kind of like Ugh. but yeah. you're right it, he's not he's not rude about it he's not mean about it he's just kind of like look kid i'm just trying to get this suit get your name cleared get over the you know um funny that you bring up the watch too because um a lot of people were like disappointed at the end where they're like why that's all this watch was and it's like yeah they mephisted you motherfuckers you guys were so invested in this watch because they brought it up at one time and you're like oh my god it's got to be the huge MacGuffin nah it's just 
It was one little thing, and I thought it was great. I love the fact that we find out that Laura was uh, Agent 19 and, and Mockingbird and stuff, and they gave her uh, some incredible parts of this where she actually got to do something, uh, you know, and we, we see that she isn't just, you know, mom at home on the ranch she is literally an agent and i'd love to i would love them to invest you know some time into that like let's let's get her back out in the field with with clint you know maybe she has to come save him sometime or something it'd be it'd be awesome <laughs> yeah for sure so, so let me ask you this um I, i'm not if we can divert to another topic um, sure yeah we got a bunch I, of topics to go on to so I'm yeah sure is is it just me or um did did um oh that's the name i'm trying to think of the name sorry um does does uh kate remind you of um jennifer lawrence from the hunger games just her look i think oh I yeah think I, I look at her look and i'm wondering if they like, did that intentionally, or it's just like coincidence, or whatever? Because I mean, it's every <laughs> a lot of the stills I see. I'm looking at these as I, as I'm kind of I was looking for for some other information, and I thought that when I was watching it, but it's even more apparent when you look at the stills. And I'm wondering if that was you know coincidence. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think know it, if anybody else has heard anything about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it always seems to happen. You get a couple of actors that sort of look similar, mm -hmm. and you know, and it's and you know they're both popular I mean, at the same yeah. time, and similar I, I just think style, similar face structure. They <laughs> both have a quirky sense of humor. Like yeah, there's I, a I lot think of it's... coincidences between them. Would yeah, you, I think. Did you look at the actual character that Kate Bishop is based off of, though? It, I mean, there's a lot of similarities yeah. there. So really, it's 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 more. Did uh, did Jennifer Lawrence's yeah you know maybe. Did, in in in. Mockingjay, and I Hunger guess. The, I did Hunger not. Games, did they, uh, did they, yeah, did so they Kate Bishop is a, is a big character. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of this was based on the Matt Fraction uh, run of comics um, of yeah. Hawkeye. And I actually went back and read those, and it's really, really cool. Matter of fact, the, the opening art and the, the style and stuff like that is, is stolen straight from, yeah. I won't say stolen because it's, it's, it's all Disney well, property. Well, Matt Fraction is strongly. Matt. Huh? Well, influence strongly. Well, but you, they own it, so you, it's not. If you really... look, oh, also, sure. also, Matt Fraction was a consulting producer. Yes. So. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like they they just it wasn't like they were Matt yes. who it was yeah. they they actually brought him on to to yeah. advise. And they so. and they use that story. The cool thing about it is they kind of flip it a little bit on its head, and in the in the comic, uh, Clint is is more of the kind of jokey free going and and kate is more the the serious person um like the car chase scene in episode three is is right out of the comics um except for it's reversed it's kate driving and stuff like that and so they oh, kind really? of play it off incredible job one of my favorite scenes in the entire thing yes. too with with the pim arrow that that to me was like Oh my God, that was so incredible. Yeah. Um, they even, I mean, they even go so far as uh, the car that they don't take uh, in the in the show is the car that they do have in the comic. Yeah. Oh, really? I can't remember what the it's uh, seventy four or something. Seventy two. Yeah, Challenger. Challenger. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> in the comic, that's what they're actually in, and it's it's this whole big deal. And so they took a lot of stuff from this Mac Fraction um, run of comics, and it's it's incredible. I actually read I think about twelve uh, issues of it. Wow. Really, really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, 
but like I said, they flipped it on its head. Uh, Grills is a character from that that comic also. Um, it's so the idea is and oh the he's the, the, LARPer, the he's the LARPer firefighter is that he's right? the LARPer firefighter and in, in the comics he's, with, he's right? yeah he's a he he in the comics what happens is is Clint um, basically frees this uh, building apartment building or whatever it is from the tracksuit mafia. Basically, they're they're in there extorting these people, and Clint basically gets a bunch of money and buys the the apartment out from under them. Basically, oh, wow. between beating up some people, I think he even steals the money from them and pays them back with their own money, kind of thing. <laughs> um, oh wow! I, I could be wrong on that, but uh, something like that. I'll but uh, so then he becomes kind of the protector all, of all the people in this building from the tracksuit. Uh, um, and Grills is one of the guys that lives there, and then his name is Grills because he's always up on the the roof running the barbecue, so uh-huh. they call him Grills. And okay. so the the fact that they put him in there as a character, and and you know he he's a a big part of it in the comics, and so I love the fact that they that he gets a guy right. in there uh, that becomes becomes a friend and stuff yeah. like that. So his it, first major weird. movie, by the way, his this is his first Grills. This, yeah, Grills. He's a comedian. He has a bunch of comedy. Oh, nice. Thinks, but he's only got 17, 17 movies, and none of which I've heard of before or even seen. Um, you want, yeah. You want, to, no, no. you want to talk about someone that hit it out of the park on their first shot? Um, I'm going to screw up her name. Um, Alake? Alake? Cox? Is, uh, she plays Echo or Maya? Maya. Yes. This is her first uh, acting. Well, and they're... Like, and if they're... You, Getting her, her, she's gonna have her own series. She's gonna have her own series, and that came with with this getting this part. And and so the really the cool part about her is she's actually a uh, deaf uh, actress. So she uh, is uh, yep. uh, was born deaf. Um, so all the sign language is a hundred percent. And she also is an amputee, which is the the difference from the comics to uh, the show. In the comics, uh, Echo isn't an amputee and has has the prosthetic oh. leg, but the actress actually does. So they just, well, let's add that, and and it worked it in, and it worked out really well. And so, uh, yeah, she killed it. Um, Really good, really really cool. I want to I want to do a quick callback, just not a callback, but circle back for one quick second. Steve, I want to say I'm flattered that you thought I would actually prepare anything beyond watching the series. You made a comment (laughs) a couple minutes ago about, well, did you see this? From the comic and and whatever it's it's i'm flattered that you would think that i would actually do anything beyond watching the series <laughs> to prepare for this podcast so thank you very much thank you very much for that steve okay. no worries not all of us do the same research it's okay right. <laughs> what you're for you're the research yeah. person <laughs> i actually enjoy that part of it and i and um i would for me i don't have the time Oh, I don't either. I, I, I put off a lot of stuff I shouldn't to do a lot of this, but it's also yeah. what keeps me, you know, uh, well, uh, oh, you know, happy. So it's okay. For me, it depends. I didn't, I did some on this one, but last week for Fight Club, that's where I kind of went to town and oh my got God, yeah. so wrapped up in, in some of the... Great, great job, by the way, last week, man. That was, that was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, very good episode. I mean, and I wish I, I wish I had the time to join in because it's one of my, it's one of my favorite movies, but uh, obviously, you know, yeah, it can is. happen or whatever, but uh, yeah, no, it's we're researching some Hawkeye, I'm sure. I was I was watching it for the 14th time, the whole series, so nice. I was trying to dial myself into it. 
<laughs> Meat, Meatloaf didn't care for it though. He uh, uh, he listened. Uh, no, he got his praise and he says, "I'm good and I'm done." Oh, is that done, done. <laughs> Noah Noah has to debut his joke. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, because we lost we lost uh, uh, Louis Anderson also. Louis, the, the... Louis Anderson right after. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, because he, he he could he just couldn't take it. He he found out he would never get you know to have Meatloaf again, and he just couldn't take it with God, you know, meatloaf stuff. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I was really proud of myself when I put that out there for the first time. I was like, that was a good one. Louis well played, like sir. One. Well played. Yeah, so I, I got a lot of I got a lot of miles out of that one too. It's good. Hey, and what goes well um, with meatloaf? Mac and cheese. Let's get back to this. Oh, uh, there you <laughs> go. Yes. Okay, Steve. Just macaroni. Just macaroni. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, well, eat it up because your your dad says it's good for you. Right. Well it's it's interesting. I, I I watched a um fairly extensive uh video today. It was a woman who was also deaf. And oh, okay. she was saying it was kind of like what did they get right and what did they get wrong? And she said, um she said one of the things uh she kind of talked about the history of Hawkeye being deaf in the comics. And she yep. said it was like he he deafened himself at, at one point like in the 1990s to defeat a yep. Sonic thing. And then she said, but of course he immediately got Stark tech <laughs> uh, hearing aids. And then eventually yeah. uh, Mr. Fantastic, you know, brought his hearing back. She's like, so it was never really a problem. And it was just Matt Fraction who in 2012 decided, nope, we're going to really look at this. And uh, yeah. she said, she said, it a, a little bit. She's like, she said, hearing aids help you here, but she's like, it's not, it's it's still difficult. You still have problems, and they didn't show that to the to the um, to the degree that she would have liked. But she said, good on them for having more than one deaf person in a show. She said, usually it's just one. Yeah, what's just one? And she said. Also, she said they. She thought they did a good job showing how Clint was adjusting to having mm -hmm. lost his hearing. Yeah. She said that was, you know, he really did act like someone who was still kind of coming to grips with, with the whole situation. Like he didn't so, immediately know sign language fluently, right. and you know all that. So. So interesting thing I heard is uh, the reason that uh, Clint first ended up with uh, the hearing loss in the comics. Uh, came from a uh, like a Comic Con type situation where a, a young boy asked uh, Stan Lee why there was no deaf characters in the MCU, and he's like, well, "That's a good question." Apparently, he went back that day, found whoever was writing, and said, "All right, figure it out and make someone." <laughs> and Hawkeye, Hawkeye was up, and so they yep. did that, and, yeah. and I, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, you know, the the whole fact of you know um, where he goes back and forth, I can see that, but. Hawkeye is one of those characters where uh, there's also later on where he's blind in in uh, one of the comics. Um, really? Yeah, which is very interesting. Um, it's one of the ones um, I was reading. It's uh, it's like Old Man Wolverine, I think, uh, where oh. he's like fighting when when the Hulks take over and they're hmm. like they turn all evil and and he's going on a cross country trip with blind Hawkeye who's old and. Looks like a, uh, you know, he's got super long, dark gray hair, and you know, just oh, looks wow. like he's like he's in his late fifties, but he's blind. And I was like, you know, so they do a lot of cool stuff with him. And and I thought it was really cool. One of the things I learned too was that uh, Haley, uh, 
Haley and uh, um, Jeremy Renner both uh, learned um, sign language uh, mm -hmm. to to make it you know legit and stuff like that. They they that they wanted to be able to uh, put that effort forward with with um, with with uh, I can't God I'm messing her name up, um, but uh, Maya. Maya, <laughs> we'll just call her Maya because that one's easier. It's like A L A Q A Q U A Alicoa. Alicoa. But anyway, yeah. I don't want to screw up her name, so we'll call her Maya. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, they they wanted to 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 have a legit way to talk to her and stuff like that, so they put the effort in, and, and that's really cool. It sounds she was like really excited. The actor about who played uh, Kazi did the same thing. He learned ASL uh, for the role. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, since we're talking about. Um, ASL. I just got to do a, a plug of a movie I just watched on Apple Plus, if you happen to have it, which I got recently for one reason or another. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called Coda. It's a it's a new release. Oh, I, I heard of, I heard of this one. Yeah, it stands yeah. for Child of Death, Deaf Adult. Deaf Adults. Um, yeah. And um, and I watched it uh, a couple weeks ago. Wonderful movie. So I just throw that in since we were on the topic of of kind of deaf culture. No, that's and, awesome. And, and uh, it was really well made. So nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, right? also, also speaking of Jeremy Renner, apparently he did an interview where he said he himself was actually starting to experience some hearing loss, you know, as he all gets older. Explosions. Well, it's I, all music. You know what? It could music. <laughs> music. Oh. Who I mean, well, this is the thing. Um, I remember reading, I forget who it was, but said that like all of the cowboy actors from the forties, from the thirties and forties oh. were all, it deaf in at least one ear just from all the the, the blanks gunfire. over the years yeah yeah like like jimmy stewart was was apparently had lost a lot of his hearing from that oh yeah shooting is no, like you know when you see these yeah. movies and these guys are shooting without any ear protection that shit is not legit no that, that's no. that's like oh oh man you're an idiot um, if you do that <laughs> Speaking of shooting, and one of the, the 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 one single issue I found on this where it was kind of like that doesn't make any sense, little little kind of faux pas, is uh, it's the scene after uh, Clint was caught and he was um, he was going to be uh, he was doing his uh, catch and release, and he was kind of interrogating <laughs> yes. the uh, the tracksuit and, and uh, Kate falls through the skylight, so they all pull out their guns and you you hear the you know the the chambering of the rounds and stuff like that. And then they all put him back down, and then she moves again, and they all come back up, and you hear him chambering again. You don't re-chamber -re around. It's no. like, come on. It's like, so that's just someone that doesn't understand. I was like, God damn it. Well, but, who, I mean, it was a fun Yeah, scene. but and, a, and lot of, a lot of stuff that happens in, in TV shows and movies is for the benefit of people who don't shoot guns. Yeah, so no, I, like, I just one of those. I like yes. to call them out when yeah, I see them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but but who but uses laser beam? Laser uh, uh, when when you're doing sniping, you know the whole oh, yeah. reveal of the laser thing. Uh, is that typical? That seemed a little. Um, that well, seemed like it wouldn't occur. That, that, that whole he's not he he's not a sniper much. kind of. Well, in the comic, apparently he is a, supposed to be a sniper. But yeah, no, he was would sniping. not have. Who was sniping? Uh, it was it was Kazi. Okay, Kazi. The the one where Clint sees it in the glass at um, in episode six and from, yes. from across the building, uh -huh. yeah. So yeah, technically you probably wouldn't use that. Uh, most of those times, those are for when you're kind of sweeping a room and you're not looking. You're you're trying not to you're trying not to stare down the barrel to aim. You're using the laser as your guide at that point. It's kind of the it's it's the cheap man's way out of uh, of uh, having to aim. 
So, uh, yeah, that one, but it, it worked. Couldn't you yeah. multitask? I mean, couldn't you kind of multitask if you had the... You the could. Thing? Like, like you, could, you could kind of, like, keep the keep the laser on say you and i could kind of be looking away a little bit and yes. come back to and not have to look down the barrel so it's yeah i wouldn't say it's lazy it's well efficient. what i mean by lazy is is it well it no it, it does it allows you to to multitask rather than lazy and so um and then uh yeah it's it's one of those it's it's more of a tactical thing it's more of a, a close quarters type thing it wouldn't necessarily be a sniping from across the building you're, you're right sure. steve it was kind of a yeah. but it played well into maybe, the show maybe he's just a terrible <laughs> shot you know which he's is funny because i believe kazi is supposed to be a sniper um in in the comics oh really <laughs> oh, doing dirty stuff behind me <laughs> oh. i uh right I, um, you tell him no. It's always, it's always <laughs> funny. It's always funny when they do the red dot thing, and and I forget what, it was. Was it a movie or a TV show where it was on somebody and they were trying to like brush it off of them? Like, oh yeah, that <laughs> happened. Yeah, that I've seen that before. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's let's get into some of the early stuff. Um, see, uh, the first episode, right? We started with Kate. Kind of, I thought it was a great a great start. And I mean, the whole first episode is really a kind of a backstory for Kate. Kind of. Um, opening montage, right? Opening credit is 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 kind of like a, a montage to her training, which it shows her yes. backstory. Yeah, everything between yeah. 2012 and the present. It yeah, it's really done so well. Good um, animation. I love the fact too that yeah, it, it kind of shows her a little bit cocky yeah. and kind of getting beat down, but then coming <laughs> back and, and doing better. So it wasn't just like she's. It shows that she had to work. Um, yeah. And then even before that, I mean, we get the the opening, the cold. I, I guess they call that a cold opening. Where cold they're back open, in yeah. 2012, and we get the the Chitari invasion, and we see Hawkeye. The the same scenes from a different view. I thought was incredible. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Just just really cool. Pro uh, probably Hawkeye's greatest moment, jumping backwards off the building <laughs> and shooting the the arrow. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and it plays yeah, that right was, into that was... her upbringing too, because she yep. sees that. Her father dies, and obviously you're going to make some sort of connection, and she immediately does. So here's a question. I I didn't think about this at all in any of the time I was watching it until someone brought it up. Do you think Kate's, Kate's mom killed her dad? No, I don't. No. But, I, but I do. <laughs> the whole time I was watching the series, the first time, I thought he was going to He wasn't dead. I he was going to come back. Yeah. I thought he, he was going to come body. back. Um, I, but I thought that might be some sort of surprise reveal. There was, yeah. there was a couple of people that were on a tangent about, they're just, oh my God. And I was like, I never even thought that for I mean, one minute. She's, she eventually ends up being really like a cold blooded psychopath. Yeah. You know, well, but I don't, but I don't think she started that way. I think, yeah. I think when, you know, I think Do at the time ever. of it, well, huh? What, was, what was the narrative that they were explaining? Because to me, it seems to fit that he dies and he's in debt, and she has to shoulder that, and therefore, well, that's a pickup. Yeah. Well, they were just pin, they're going off of the fact. On that. Yeah, they were going off the fact that they were arguing, and then how she doesn't really care. She's like, "You go up there," because you know, giving her the bad mom treatment, like, "Oh, she doesn't even want to talk to me." You go up there, and then when all the shit's going on and she's yelling for her mom and dad, she doesn't show up right away. Neither of them do, and then all of a sudden she kind of comes out. They're it just they're they're going off on some tangents. They wanted her to be a bad bad from the beginning and stuff. I and I was like, I didn't I buy it. I don't think so. I I thought. I mean, I really. I mean. 
she definitely did some bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but I, I really think it was one of those in. She got because, put in a situation and went. Because she loved her daughter and she wanted to do as well for her as she could. You know, I, yeah. I mean, she wanted, I, I think she, she was trying to be a good mom and trying to protect Kate and get her a good education and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't think I don't think she she would have killed her husband. I didn't think so either. I, I was, was just, just curious what you guys might have thought. Yeah. Um, I, I but would, yeah, we get that. I would great... believe that. I would believe that that happened. I mean, I would. I, I mean, totally you could probably you could probably make an argument for it, but I I don't. I with think what she said at the end. Yeah, with what she said at the end, I didn't think so. She's like, your father left me with a bunch of debt that he ran up with the kingpin and this is all that i could do more it yeah. didn't sound like that was the case it's it's more like she got stuck in doing what she did because of what he left her and i was good with that uh so there's a character madam mask in the comics that uh they say uh um the mother's character is kind of um similar to even haircut style and stuff like that so uh eleanor bishop i don't remember if the name is the same for madam mask um i didn't look into that too deeply but that they said that she kind of played a a character that could be that so she may come back i mean we we got the line at the very end is, is this what heroes do arrest their mother on christmas you know and it's like <laughs> oh like, she had a good it, line she had some good uh you know when when uh kate shot out the bell tower uh she said young people think they're invisible invincible and rich people mm -hmm. think they're invincible and you're you've always and been you both both yes yeah. uh and that was it was like oh that's that's a that's smart that was she, an incredible yeah. line yeah, that's a great line. Yeah, it was. She actually had some good parts, and I. I and then, oh, we can, we can't forget about Jack Duquesne, right? I but love the, Jack. Uh, Better call Saul. He was also in that episode. Oh man, and he ended up being one of my favorites. I just thought he was. <laughs> it was like. Oh wait. Well, what did, what did he say to the kid at the dinner party? He said something to the. I mean, just his line to that kid at the dinner party. Um, Is that the one where where he was telling him to go back to jail? No, oh, no, 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 no. He says, oh, he, the, he was saying something about, can I inherit your wine? Yeah, oh, is that same something. line. And, and, and he's, he's, he's like, he's like, do you remember when you wet your pants at the Hamptons? Because yeah. I do. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> everybody yeah, remembers. That, yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That is, well, in the beginning, everybody thought he was going to turn out to be a bad guy because he, a lot of people pointed out the mustache. Okay, but mustache I, twirly. Mustache. <laughs> so I remember it was like episode two or three, and I talked to my wife. I said, I said, Cindy, they're playing this guy up like he's going to be a bad guy, which means there's no way that they can. You know, it's almost like the reverse psychology of that. that yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it was it was too obvious well, they, the way they were they, playing it up. They did that with the watch too. They got everybody thinking the watch was going to be something big, and it really wasn't. So the other thing is, uh, Jack Duquesne is a character from the comic books uh, named Swordsman, who actually has a, a, a deep connection with Hawkeye. He was literally one of the people when Hawkeye was in the the circus that taught him a lot of what he knows as far as like fighting style. So oh, there is a possibility that you know the name tied and all that. So, but I love I love Jack. He he was so good. I loved him at the end. Right. I was gonna say at the end when he's running around with the the larp. Right. I mean, like yeah. it was like I'm just well, like the whole thing goes. Down. This guy's going to be goes, okay. Yeah, he's he's like he's like Jack. You've changed your whole life for this. This is your time. And he goes, yes, it's so good. Um, 
I, other... I mean, if there's a if there's a Hawkeye season two, I guarantee he's going to be in. in oh, for sure. With all those guys dressed as like a paladin, with you know. <laughs> he'll, join up with, he'll join up with the Larpers, and, and they'll get. That's a, what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what did he say? This. Were they... your... Go ahead. Sorry, no. When he's talking to um, one of the the cop, the 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 police officer that was a Larper, and she's like, "Oh, I got a guild." And he was, "Is this a leisurely time?" I, I, can't, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he he just the way he pronounced it, it was like a yeah. It, it seemed really like yeah, he was into it. Go ahead, Bo. I was just gonna say, um, I I I don't think they were actually Larpers. They call them Larpers. They referred to them as Larpers. I call my drink Larpers. I think they were more SCA people. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was actually because LARPers don't actually fight. Some do. Some do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Some. Okay. Some have. I've a... never met a group. I've never met a group that actually fought. I I think you're right though. That it seemed more like an SCA event where there was. Well, SCA you know, has more. So nobody way. knows what SCA is. That's a thing. Like, yeah. See, that's it. Yeah. Like, I mean, if here's the thing: if you've never done either. It all kind of yeah. looks the same. LARP is more mainstream. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I mean, well, yeah, kind of. You, I mean, this I is mean, it. You might, you might come across LARPers in, you know, if you're running yeah. around New York or whatever. The SCA right. tends to be more secretive. <laughs> well, I think it was kind of a combination where, where from what I understand, like SCA, their battles are less, um, like controlled with outside stories and stuff like that they they kind of do more real battle you know right. it's more like these well, they don't you're use fighting for you're fighting for like being but that's that's why i thought it was more but their fighting is more real their fighting is with more padded yeah. swords and they're it, really going out le- like but it's for leadership and yeah all that, and that's why but the battle is different compared to what they were doing where it's kind of that fake battle where it's like, like you can see oh i blocked this and you know the guy doing in the background doing the sound effects so that to yeah. me was more of a larper I mean, style I'd say it was kind of a blend because the thing, the thing, the reason I think it was more SCA. Look at Steve shaking his head. The reason <laughs> He's I, like, I don't more, know what you guys are talking about. The reason I think it was more SCA was because they were talking about like I have to be seen defeating you. Like that was important. But they have the wrong weapons. Right. I, yeah. No, I totally. Get, that's why it's kind of a blend. But but yeah. the thing, the thing about the thing about SCA is there's like a whole like you can be king and you can be a knight. Yeah. You can do all that kind of stuff. And that's why, like, uh, what's his name, uh, had to be seen defeating Clint. Yeah. Like that was important that he could be seen defeating Clint, like that, yeah. that to get to get some basically like street cred or whatever and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I, I liked it's, it. It's it seemed to it. I honestly, it's like it was LARPing slash SCA as written by somebody who's never actually done it, but read an article in the New York Times magazine once, you know, so they kind of have a vague idea what it's about, but they don't know the particulars. Well, it was actually, I would say this, it was LARPing slash SCA by somebody who's only played D&D. It's probably what we're doing. (laughs) That's probably true. Yeah. Which is funny because I, I, uh, and I'll get into another part of it that people had issues with that um, were, were into a world that they kind of dwelled in a little bit and they're like got offended uh there could be people that larp out there that got offended by this and i thought it was great i thought it, oh. I, I don't think they were making fun of anybody but i think they they some people might have taken it that way i thought it was an incredible everything they did i i love the fact that too at the end you know they're like you kind of enjoyed yourself and he's like yeah i kind of did <laughs> you know it, yeah. they, they kind of played it off so the other one in in this is one of the things that was magical in the first episode 
<laughs> one of the things that was so fun and 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 they play it out and they show advertisements for it everywhere is rogers the musical yes yeah i well i (laughs) i am not a musical guy and i was enjoying that so much and having so much fun with that because it is so corny and so cheesy but it's but that's what you want with an avengers i mean you you can't do a serious musical what? about that it's just be it would be and and, and those are legitimate uh you know broadway stars oh, for sure that and uh <laughs> yeah. they? did they get yeah. legitimate broadway okay yeah full on big I'm, time yeah i've been to yeah, one like broadway the, play i've been the, to two off broadways and one on broadway and that's the, my the, stand of the lead the lead singer originated the role of roger and rent on broadway oh, okay so no, I mean, I'll, he's I'll a, say yeah my most impressive my most Impressed. Impressive is the wrong word. I was most impressed by, I guess, yeah, <laughs> by the way they they kind of um, showed Clint and his interaction with that. Because oh, I could right. imagine if I were in a situation like Clint were in, which God, I would never be in a situation like Clint were in. <laughs> like I'm, I'm certainly not saying that would ever. At a musical with your three kids. Right, exactly. Right. If they ever made a musical that I that, that about something I did, like about about you and your five friends saving the world, yes. Construction, <laughs> construction administration, the musical. If they ever did that, like if they ever if they ever made that musical, I would Turn go and I song would probably, and dance. Yeah, would, I would, would it be also, called? I, I can would, draw this all day. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, would be, I would also be before the intermission. Like I would be like seriously like this isn't what it's all about. Like they're just trying to, and that's how he kind well, of was. It was like. This well, is, it was Black Widow that old... kind of set him off. That, that well, that, that, no, that's it was Ant Man because Ant Man wasn't even there. I know that was that's funny. True. Well, that's no, true. no, hello. No. Technically, he was right in this reality. <laughs> this was after after the snap where they went back uh, the second time, and so that's the reality that they know. But they didn't get involved. Remember, someone they, might have spotted it. Someone might have had. We have had quite this. We have had this debate several times around our dinner table. I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna have to watch Endgame again and see where his. uh, I just. (laughs) I just watched it and it made my head hurt again. (laughs) It's like it's just. I love time travel movies and they always make my head hurt. It could. Like Looper. Makes I look my head forward hurt. to that. Uh, that your, the drink you bring to that episode when we do it. Oh my gosh! We'll probably yeah, have to relate oh. to that. Mind blown. <laughs> exactly. A- Andrew uh, and I just watched Tenet like two weeks ago. And oh like my god! Same, I have to say, it's like I'm going to have to watch this again with a diagram. I think we tried yeah. to podcast on that. I don't think we could get through I, it. I really heard. Like I listened to that one. I don't think you exactly. did get through it. I think you were just like, yeah, exactly. Like That's, I, I we still don't know what we were flummoxed. Really going on. Well, and then I mean, just think about that, and then uh, 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 Inception. Like that's a, it's not really a time travel one, but that's like Inception's easier to wrap your head around. Yeah, not, not to. I mean, yes and no. Like, but I mean, we're we're getting off on a tangent. (laughs) I have so many problems with that movie. I'd be I'd be Noah if you guys ever did Inception. I'd be like, this is wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. This can't happen. Why is this doing that? Why is, yeah. you know, whatever. So anyway, but. I have that same problem with Inception too, so. Yeah. Um, Why are they driving Hyundais? It's a dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who drives uh, so a back, Hyundai in a dream? So back to Rogers. You're right, though. That is an incredible scene. It First off, it starts you off. It gets you smiling and yep, laughing because yep. it, it, it's the funny. But then it gets serious when, when uh, he sees Natasha on stage and, and, yep. and then he sees the little girl goes to the bathroom, 
Thanos was right, written on the the urine. Oh, I'm I like, know. Oh my god. I know that, and that uh, and, it, you know, even <laughs> later he's drinking from a mug that says the same thing. But, yeah. So, but and wait, then that what's... guy's up all in his face, right? Yeah, like, yeah. all it's those like... empty things. He's right next to. Uh, hey, like, it'd be cool, really yeah. cool to get a, a selfie like right now, dude. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> not but the that's right how time. it is. I'm sure that's how it is to be a celebrity. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. You hear about those I'm sure. All the time. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, you know. LeBron James or, you know, any professional athlete, you know, whatever. They're probably like, not in the in the urinal by themselves. They probably got security out front. You're not getting in But, I mean, okay, so, yeah. But, but, I mean, but if you're okay, a celebrity, so yeah, you're going to have James your LeBron James is Captain swings. America. Let's talk about, like, I don't know, like some B-level, like, like some second tier. Like, because, you know, Hawkeye's not like a first tier. I mean, he's definitely an Avenger, but he's not a first tier Avenger, right? I, so I had a friend who ran into one of the actresses from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, in in the ladies' room. It was right Which after one? she. It was Charisma Carpenter. Uh, it was okay. not the it was, not the good one. No, oh, well, it was on. it was when it was when her it was when her child was a baby, and was it when she was still on uh, uh, Buffy or when she went to Angel? Because I think when she was on Angel. But okay. my friend, my friend, she's like she went into the ladies' room and she's like, "There's Charisma Carpenter at the the changing the little changing oh, wow. changing her kid changing oh. changing her baby," and she's like. And she's like, I'm going by, and I'm like, is this a time to tell her how much I loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or should I wait until I hopefully see you her know, outside? You know what she has going on over there? It could be a big old train wreck of a mess, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. She's like, she's like, really? Now? <laughs> you might get involved. You might be pulled into that one. Here, hold exactly. this. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyways, back to episode one. You know, we got pulled into that, but then we get we get the 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 rundown of how bad uh, Clint's mental state is with with Natasha, um, which is another thing that that this episode, not just this episode, but this series did was kind of really played and gave Natasha that that farewell and that respect kind of due that she didn't really get in in game or in, uh, in Black Widow. Kind of that, um, I don't know what the right word to say is. Closure. Closure, yeah. What? But it, some of it is like, uh, like. so I talked about the fifth episode. It's the one where he sees the plaque. He goes to talk to the plaque. Yes. To talk to Natasha. I. Uh, this is another one where I'm like fighting back tears. I'm like, God damn it. Like, this is, this is crazy. He's like, I just need to talk to you. He turns off his hearing aid. Uh, yeah. which right. you know that was a great of, scene it is great there's scene. there's so many of those in that episode five that's what i mean if go back and watch how many emotional scenes you're just like oh heart tug heart tug heart i'm like god damn it, it it's just is, so good and they talk are, about macaroni and cheese yeah there's a great scene when he's talking to his uh child on the phone but he has to get oh right yes to kind of help out and they play the sound really well but it was it was emotionally very you know moving too just because he just wants to, to to listen huh? her her facial expressions during that yes. like this is she is such a good actress yeah. it, it, this this really showed it off because she carried like there was no time in this that i didn't believe that was 100 percent her like and she carried everything and that was one of those ones where you got the emotion like oh my god it's like you could feel the pain she is a consistently good actress too so not she I really mean, is have, yeah, have so. you seen have you guys seen true grit yeah that was yes. the first one oh which god she was amazing in yeah. that which true grit no the the remake I've brothers seen neither, uh, to be honest yes i've seen both matter. i've seen both i've yeah. seen neither 
neither. What? <laughs> Shut up. Check out, check out the remake. I'm just it's, fucking around. Check out the remake. It is really, yeah. really good. Jeff yeah. Bridges is hilarious. It was nominated for a Best Picture, right? I think but she it got won. nominated. It too. won Best Picture. I no, think she no, was nominated. No. no, it didn't win. Best. I, no, No Country for the Old Men is the only one that the Coen Brothers ever got Best Picture for. I'll, you keep going. I I'll thought, do my research. I yeah. thought it did. I know my job. Okay. Uh, and Jeff Bridges got an Academy Award for another performance for like uh, like not for that that role. It was like I think it might have been after or maybe previous. Um, okay, I'm I'm buying you some Definitely time. Definitely not Boa. Big Lebowski. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't a Coen Brothers one. <laughs> but Big Lebowski deserves its day in uh, lore. Oh. <laughs> I got, um, I got it. I got Andrew a T-shirt for Christmas. It said the dude abides. Nice, the ah, dude abides. Nice. nice. Yeah. Well, I noticed you also have a Roger. You have a Rogers. Yes, uh, I have a. This <laughs> is. Let me let me stand up so you can see this. <clears throat> it's good podcasting. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got I've so, got my sweatshirt that I got too. I'm so this excited. is. I got this at Keystone Comic Con, uh, a couple of years ago. So it was. Oh. It was like. It's a fan-made shirt. It's not an official product, but, yeah, but it's you got um, it before it even became a real thing, too. So. Yeah, so it's it's sort of been in the popular imagination to to describe it for you. Anyone who's seen the Hamilton uh, logo, where it's the, oh, the kind right, of right, star right. shape with the with Hamilton standing on top with his fist up, it's it's that except it's Steve Rogers holding up the shield instead of and it says Rogers on it. Yeah. So, but so it's one of those things like. People were already thinking, wouldn't it be funny if there were a Captain America musical? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they did a great job. I have to admit, though, watching it in the first episode, totally enjoyed. Watching it at the end when they show the whole thing was harder to watch. I think got a little yeah. I love I mean, it. I, I it was, think it was so fully I, realized. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was hilarious. And I and. I think that was probably because they had to film the whole thing. Oh to, yeah. To to cut it in, and I think they, and it was put in as I mean it was a post credit scene, right? Wasn't it? Or yes, post... it was a post credit. Yeah. So I mean I think it was more to like, just. Oh, give it to they, you. I, I mean they. I mean, you know, just <laughs> despite the fact that it was terrible, the music was <laughs> terrible, and the idea is terrible. Everybody who was singing and dancing was really working hard so oh, you have right. to work just as hard on a bad musical as on a good one so i think it was i think it was sort of like for them to be like and, look and at they, these guys aren't they great you know and they even yeah. call out yeah. the post-credit scene from the avengers in this so it kind of fits the oh the shawarma yes. scenes too. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well the whole thing is like yeah like who knew they went and had shawarma afterwards and 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 I don't Somebody, believe who was around when he said I can do this all day because I don't even think well, that happened in the first Avengers. They probably interviewed I'm, everybody. I'm sure, I mean, that's are the you thing. are you kidding? Mark, the, they the probably swarm? interviewed all. Yeah. yeah, Mark Mark Shaman who wrote it, who was the co-writer of that, and he's he's written a bunch of stuff. He he's uh, a lot. He's written Broadway. He wrote the music for the Mary Poppins sequel that came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> He did um, South the South Park movie. He did Book of Mormon. I mean, he's he's a he's a big name. The South Park. And 
<laughs> but you know there's going to be an article yeah. in the in the but, New York newspaper but, the day after he, the Avengers that says shawarma owner admits to that no. they all showed up after. Yeah, the, so it, he, it, it, but it would he become right. part of the reality but, of the. But he did. But he did yeah. an interview, and he said, when you do a Broadway show, he said, you do. He said, if it's based on a true story, or it's based on re- something realistic, he said, you do a. T-, he said the re- amount of research you do is incredible. He said, so they yeah. definitely would have read. Like you said, every New York Post <laughs> blurb, every interview, every they would have watched Facebook, every Facebook, and, Instagram, uh, MySpace. Right. right, exactly. Yeah, and, I know and, the and, selfie and you, they take with with them in the background at the shawarma place. Yeah, and, and you can't tell me the in the fifteen years or so that that Steve Rogers was well, around in Rogers in, wouldn't have in, been online. In, well, two things. You, two things. I, One, you don't. You don't think Steve Rogers would have been called in to like comment on CNN oh. every other week? Or, <laughs> Maybe well, that. I mean, well, he wouldn't thing. have been here's... posting though. He wouldn't have been on Facebook. No, no, he wouldn't have been posting. But he, everyone would have wanted an interview with him. He would have well, done interviews. Yeah. Well, he did those. Happen. He did those. Uh, those. Uh, those uh, things for Spider-Man. <laughs> the the uh, community. Right. 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 The school. Yeah. Here's here's what would have happened. So when you look at the when you look at the, the the shot, right? It's it's just them and the owners of the shawarma shop are in the shawarma place. Right. Fast forward five to ten years later, there were five hundred people. You know, five oh, five hundred to a thousand people that were like, I saw them in the shawarma shop. I was right. in yeah. there no, and, and all yeah. that and whatever. And it just takes one person. So well, there's uh, um also also the guy the, sweeping the, probably was at, at well at Disney, at Disneyland they have a sh- they have a shawarma. A shawarma. Oh, um, no, that's a, a shawarma cart, and they have pictures of the Avengers on this, and and like newspaper articles and stuff, like taped to the shawarma cart, like it's the guy who owned the shawarma stand, uh, and uh, and has been capitalizing cool. on it. So that's well, that's what you do. Okay, so real quick, uh, back to the True Grit. On yes, the, it was nominated for a bunch of stuff, but it was also the same year that. King's Speech, Black Swan, Social Network. King's Speech won, right? Oh, King's Speech, King's Speech right. won. So King's Speech won, Black Swan won a bunch of stuff, Fighter won a bunch of stuff, Inception won a bunch of stuff. So it just... Uh, it probably got like an of... adapted screenplay writing credit award, right? Or something like... Did it get anything? True Grit won. From what I can tell, True Grit won nothing. Okay. That's so a it shame. Was, it, was just, it was just up against yeah. so many other big hitters. It happens. Um, it's all good. Yeah, still so worth it's, worth it's, checking out, Bo. It's it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that was my it's, life. It's like <laughs> it's no Big Lebowski though. No, yeah. I'll tell you this: it is it is it is classic Cone Brothers though. Just the way everybody talks, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's sure. great. Okay. Yeah. Toy Story um, three was up that year for stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, it's just yeah. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about was uh, the first fight scene in the in the the underground uh, auction seller fight. Oh yeah, um, yes. where we first see the Kate doing the fight. A lot of people brought up like this that that it, they that they were they didn't believe that she would have been able to fight like that. Like oh she she was a champion, but she, you know that's that's not street level fight. And I'm like this is the perfect fight to show that because she had enough skill to take on the tracksuit mafia who just are a bunch of goons. Um, <laughs> And I think it was it was an excellent and one of you know they brought up like there were like some people were like oh the the wine bottles they weren't breaking and then people were all like yeah but no old good wine bottles wouldn't break when you no. when you smack someone with them even even today's bottles aren't aren't going to break as much as they do in most most I, movies I mean you have to excuse me hitting them against somebody's head yeah 
The head's going to break before the bottle, most yeah, yeah, exactly. It's. I thought it was an incredible Unless it's action. two-buck chuck. <laughs> there was no two-buck chuck down there. There was no two-buck chuck down there, for sure. Unless it yeah. was the first bottle ever of two-buck chuck. <laughs> right. I, I think Even, it's fair that she came out the way she did. and actually, Because, you know, she had a lot of skill. But I, I agree that people can say that skill doesn't amount to much if you don't have the, the street fighting. But she had a she had a previous kind of traumatic event. That takes you to a whole different level well, when you're fighting. But I she think. was all... She was also uh, a a champion, a martial right. arts champion. Like not, and that I mean that takes some fighting. That that's not just skill. You're you're doing some sparring. You're doing some real shit. She also had a uh, uh, limp or not uh, gymnastics. You know she had medals in gymnastics. So she's doing some some work there. You know archery and other things. So she she wasn't just your run of the mill. Oh, I've never been in a street fight. Yeah, and she, she has the emotional wherewithal to to exert yeah. her, her skills. And, you know, to, her, to, and depending on her instructor, I mean, I think I've told you guys about the guy who taught me Taekwondo. He had a bunch of college students, college girls in his class. And yeah. every class, he's like, I'm going to teach you a move to, like, essentially escape if somebody tries to attack yes. you. And so... Thank God I never had to use it, but you know, I knew how <laughs> right. to like I knew the soft parts to go for. So Right. The places you know. that cause pain. Right. Well one of the things and this is one of the things I really loved about this fight, and it was one of the things I noticed uh, in a rewatch, is one of the first times she goes up and she kind of jumps up and she ends up getting that leg lock on the guy's neck. Kind of uh, a lot of the, the black widow, you know, the the leg lock throw move. But she's hanging on a pipe and she's not kind of doing it, but the, the pipe breaks and then she does the move. And I was like, that worked out perfect because she still gets that that Black Widow throw, which is very cinematic and very cool looking. But she did it because what she was trying to do didn't work and a pipe broke and threw her body into it and it kind of worked out. And I was like, that it, it really kind of added this um, multiplier of what she was trying to do into something that we've seen in MCU before. And I was like, oh, that worked out really well. Um, I love the fact too she was hitting the guys with the bottles. That just cracked me up. Yes. You know, especially and, the sound effects of it. The dong. <laughs> and the and the thing is when we, you know, when women do that kind of like down and dirty fighting, they have yeah. to use their legs because they don't have the upper body strength that men have. So. Right. Right. None of the stuff that she did was like unbelievable. Like oh my god, she's punching some guy and he's going flying across the room. Everything right. she and did was. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't mop up, you know, mop the floor with them. She just, she got him down long enough to get away. I thought it was very right. realistic. I, I thought it was too, and I thought it was enough awkwardness that it showed that she wasn't hundred percent ready to be in this, but she also wasn't a, a novice and, and couldn't handle her own and, and did really well. Also, like the fact that the Ronin suit didn't really fit right, so <laughs> yes. it was kind of baggy and you know it was weird. Uh, we get. We have, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet, but this is also, uh, towards the end of this, is where we meet uh, Lucky, Lucky the Pizza Dog. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, incredible. Like, the fact that he's part of the comics and they bring him in and they do such a good job. The fact that they had to CGI his missing eye into every scene. Oh, really? Right. Uh, and, oh, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, they, did, they didn't go out and look for a dog with a missing eye. Uh, they they went and found the dog that could do the right acting and just CGI'd his missing eye into it, which I think worked out really well. Um, That's and, bullshit. But, but a note to uh, dog owners out there, pizza <laughs> is not a healthy uh, snack for dogs. In fact, it can cause some uh, harm. So just, which just, part just, of it? Huh? 
what, some of the spices and stuff that you can the tomato find. Oh, really? tomato sauce i've heard is really bad yeah, for dogs yeah, yeah. Oh, tomatoes so i mean my, my, she, my dog cheese my dog makes them very anything. gassy <laughs> my, my dog has about a two two to three uh ingredient diet actually <laughs> so garlic oh, is, not, say, is really can can for being dog. a big dog he's got the uh the constitution of like four Oh, I thought you were gonna say your dog eats whatever your dog wants and you just deal with it. <laughs> no, because he just push he pushes you around because he's the biggest guy in the house now. <laughs> well, he does do that. He, he's not quite heavier than me, but he's getting there. Yeah, he's on the he's on the move. He's on the move. Um, but yeah, Pizza Dog was great. Uh, I love I love the fact to everything they did with it that they kind of played off the dog is almost smarter than uh, Clint and and <laughs> Kate some of the time. Um, just it was it was it was nice to see him in there and they, they did a good job because he is a big part of the comics also um matter of fact uh he's more of a Cl uh, clint's dog in the comics that that's kind of where the first big fallout with the the tracksuits start is because um i think it's uh one of the the one one of the main tracksuit guys uh ivan or thomas one of them is beating uh lucky um and uh ends up like throwing him and he gets hit by a car and and clint takes him to get uh to the to the vet to get fixed and and ends up taking him and that's what sets him off on this rampage against the tracksuit so uh big part of the 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 kate bishop uh clint barton story so i i, I love the fact that they did I, I just to me the fact that they had to cgi his missing eye in there and that they did all that it just worked out really well and i thought i'm glad that they did it because it's it really shows it pays tribute to the the comic dog, so I thought that was fun. Um, another, <laughs> I, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a for a dog in anything. Quite frankly, I mean that's just. I mean, anytime anytime they loop a dog in, it's it didn't quite help. <laughs> I mean, it was probably the highlight of the last series we watched, but it didn't actually help uh, overall. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Is nobody catching that reference Which... from? last series that we watched the last mcu one with the uh the dog that could warp through uh, space and oh uh, right <laughs> inhumans nobody wants know. to think about oh, the inhumans oh yeah <laughs> nobody oh. wants to think about the inhumans lockjaw you know what it just that dropped out of my brain actually i would say this you're right I, I i was trying to think back to are you is he talking about disney <laughs> plus ones is he talking about the actual i think i was i was processing <laughs> so uh, but i would say the dog might have been the highlight of the that's what i said it's highlight but it couldn't said, yeah, yeah, yeah it couldn't save the series yeah no so interesting fact i found out too uh yelena belova uh our our florence pew uh incredible actress incredible character in in oh this i want to talk about her a lot <laughs> and and in in um uh black widow uh Incredible. She actually, her first appearance in the comics was in Inhumans comics. So uh, oh, really? her first part was she was she was going after the Inhumans to bring down their shield. But her life in the comics is nothing like we've seen really in the MCU, and it's probably a good thing because uh, it, it it's really really off and bad in the in the MCU. She was brought in in the comics with in a thing called uh, Marvel Knights or Marvel. I can't remember that, but it's more of an adult version of the the comics, uh, where she it's very, she was at one point like a a stand-in sexual partner for Black Widow. They she owned a lingerie company. She became a an exotic dancer or a sex worker. They just get just this. I I can I I didn't read all this. I'm going off of what I heard in this this comic review. 
And I'm like, oh, that's not who we have in the MCU today. But she is right now probably one of the most beloved characters in the MCU going right now. If you, if you went and talked to most people that know about the MCU movies, who are they most excited about seeing in the next coming uh, phase, phase four, is uh, Florence Pugh's character, uh, Yelena. Like, she is, like, just... No one can see her doing anything wrong. And I agree. I mean, she has the vest with the pockets. It's it's it's, it's the one <laughs> well, the thing she's, that's going. <laughs> she's, she's, her character is really funny. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she could be, like, very tragic and, and... Oh, right. And serious and everything. And it's, like, it's funny because Claire really was taken with her just loved her and has been trying has been trying to copy her her russian accent which is hilarious but she's she's like she pointed out to me and that like every time uh you know for like she kept saying it's like oh i have to kill clint barton like so there's a scene where like uh kate is like look why don't she's like you're in new york why don't we go sightseeing we can go and over to the statue of liberty she's Oh, that's great! After I kill Clint Barton, I will do that. <laughs> you know, and so know, like she right? just had like this one track mind that was just hilarious. That scene in the elevator when uh, you know uh, what is it? Kate keeps trying to push all the buttons, and it's that back and yes. forth. Yes, hilarious! <laughs> and she finally manages to do it. It's just yeah, kind of, oh, so annoying. So it's like this battle going on, but it's, it's still this sisterly love that's that's ensuing at the same time. It's it's great. Well, it's funny. Somebody pointed out it's like that was there were little callbacks to different uh, Christmas movies. And that was from yeah. Elf. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I love the, I love the out. fact too. She spins her around and her, her pop off dress comes off and she's got the, the uniform underneath and she goes, did you yes. plan that? And she's yes. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, and then, or when she slaps her, she's like, what was that? And he's like, stop making me like you. And, and the, the, the rapport between right. them. I mean, it started with the 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 girls' night where where she was in the apartment. Yeah. I mean, the whole Mac and Roni scene. That to me, that was such a crazy scene, and so like the, everybody is clamoring for the this them two in in the next series, which is what they're kind of setting up. I mean, if you think about it, you had Natasha and you had Clint, and they were the closest and the best friends, and and we got a lot of that in the first Avengers, you know. We saw a lot of that, and then I mean, what we saw in Endgame and in Infinity Wars and all that the, between the two of them, it's very emotional. They're setting these two up to be the next two Hawkeye Black Widow mm-hmm. combination, and I, and I'm all for it. It, it. The the rapport between them right now is fabulous. They did such a good job in this one with the little backstory or the little in between story with uh, Yelena when they talked about when she got caught up in the, in the sna- yeah. And, oh uh, my gosh! It's, <laughs> Best it's, blip scene ever. It's always neat to see these little blip scenes, like in Spider-Man, when they show the band disappear and you know and, and appear later and stuff. That it's it's after you've seen you know the the Avengers Endgame and and um, yeah, and you know it, and then you see it called back, and and you see oh my gosh, this affected so many different people in different ways. In uh, in uh, WandaVision, they have the whole setup in the yeah, hospital, we have which, Ro- is, which is Monica Rambeau. Yeah, but this which is really kind of confused me because that one she came out and everything was going haywire. Like people were like knew what was going on and it was like chaos and stuff. Where this one was a little more zoned in on on her reaction and it and it really played a lot better. 
right? I think I mean, she's just in, like so. she goes to the bathroom or something, right? And then <laughs> I think yeah. I think this is like... the first. I think this is the first time we've seen what the blip was like from someone experiencing it. Like well, we kind of saw uh, Rambo in in yeah, Rambo but Vision, she was but, a, was but she was asleep when it happened, so yeah. she didn't realize exactly. So so it was kind of like she was you know she was looking in the mirror and she like looked down and you could sort of see like things moving Ooh. around her and then she looks up and it's like the bathroom's been redecorated, you know. She yeah, goes you out and they don't experience every, any change in time. It's just like a it's yeah, like a, and it's. Did you guys every, notice the water going through her hands? Like no, that was no. the beginning of it. Yeah, like she's washing her hands and the water starts going through her hands, and that's like when she kind of dusted, and it's it was kind of and then she kind of comes back and it's like oh, it was such a well done. I mean, out of all the blip that. scenes. Yeah, um, I didn't. I, I I can't say I saw it for originally. I heard someone talk about it, and then when I was watching, I was like, "Oh, damn, that's so good." There's a um, there's a YouTube video that I watched this week that somebody did like a multi frame of all the blips, like all the blip scenes in real time. Oh. So it starts out with Thanos snapping, and the Avengers start disappearing, and then the scene with Yelena comes up and she just, you know, she disappears and then it has like it's moving out and then it shows what's happening on the, the planet with the other Avengers. And it's if you can find it, it's really good because it kind nice. of puts it all into perspective. But um, yeah, and it's it's sort of interesting when she comes out and her friend is like, oh, you're here. You know, you, you disappeared. And um Claire pointed out, which I hadn't thought about when she's like, oh yeah, we adopted our you know, I got married and we adopted a little girl three years ago and yeah. she said, she's like, you think they adopted her because her parents were blipped? And That's a that's a good question. And I thought, yeah, she's about the right age. She would have been an infant. Yeah. And so it's like... I gotta that, think how many of that, how many people that happened to I mean, yeah. just it's it, I hope I uh, personally I hope they don't get too deep into it because I mean it's it's a wrap. No, I mean I mean that's that's the realm of fan fiction, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, it's but but it, it is an interesting question, you know, and it's you know that you have the implications of it all. Yeah, it, it is, and it, well, I know I know some people kept going. Well, is was was they're always asking, did they get blipped? Did they get blipped? We know Kate didn't because of uh, the way they they talk about the timeline. Right, and, and her age, she, she would have yeah. been. Yeah. She started five, uh, martial arts at five years old, so that had been about when she saw uh, Barton, um, and she was 22 when all this was going down. So right. I, I think it's fascinating how work. they explored the Thanos was right uh, <laughs> idea because it makes sense that there's going to be some people that are, you know, their life got better because there were left pe less people in the world uh, in, in one way or another. And, and suddenly half the population coming back all over again is going to cause turmoil. Well, that that, um, and that so, would cause so many problems to begin with, regardless of, you know, anything else, just because like, Oh, uh, you, no one was living in that house because the people got blipped there. So I ended up buying it. Now I'm living there. And now all of a sudden you come you back. Buy and it? So what if everybody that had anything to do with that house got blipped away? Well, the bank would still own it. But what if the bank person blipped away? But I mean, there someone, no someone, yeah. Bank. Five years, right. they'd probably come up. But with what if, what if it wasn't? So what if it was, 
houses to, I mean, you could, you could go down this rabbit hole of what would, <laughs> what would be affected in the blip, but house is totally paid for. So the bank has no input, right? Bank has no input. The bank doesn't own anything. I own my house. I paid for it. And I get then it's the first person to Kelly, lick it. Me and Kelly get blipped away, right? Kelly and I get blipped away. Yeah. Who gets the house? It, it's the first person to lick it to call dibs. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, I, I get it if there's the bank owns it, but why does the bank like, does the bank get it because you default on your loan? And does the government step in and have like well, they tried to answer. And, they tried to answer that in in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and did nothing really to do anything but put more questions. Sure. Yeah. That was my biggest problem with that, and that's why I think that series is so bad. Is that they they asked some questions and cr rose some uh, ideas and stuff like that, but did nothing to do anything with them. Kind of just left them out there and. Anyways, um, let's see. What else would I want? There was, we were talking about Yelena. Um, the first the first scene where we we get her back. Everybody knew she was coming in this series, right? Every, everybody knew from the I, uh, in. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't. I, did you like, watch the end? Uh, you watched uh, the end of uh, Black Widow, right? Yeah, I watched. I watched all of Black Widow and stuff. I just and you watched. I, I didn't make I didn't connect the dots until she showed up and I was like oh, oh okay like I, like you're I'm the not guy very smart <laughs> I mean really is what it comes down to I'm not that smart I was hoping okay. but I don't think it was predestined you're saying that it was it oh was I knew obvious? I knew well for me it was because we knew Hawkeye was coming out at the when when Black Widow was released we knew Hawkeye was already a series and coming out and that end scene where um, Val basically sent Elena to kill, like, hey, he killed your sister. We knew that right there told me that we, he was going to, she was going to show up in the next thing Hawkeye was in. The thing is, too, is right now with the way phase four is going, it's kind of this swap over where it's like uh, we've got our old characters somewhat interacting with the new characters, creating this new hierarchy and, and set of list of, of heroes for the next phase this could be a transition for Hawkeye so this may be the last time we see Jeremy Renner potentially right this so I, yeah I mean there's a there's a good chance I mean if you think about it most of the rest of them are gone except for Banner and uh, uh, Thor right those are the only two that are still kind of around Right. And it's not. It, it's not always. We've got story. time travel dialed in. And it's I mean, not always. Well, we know Robert Downey Jr. ain't coming back. He's already said it. But yeah, it's I mean, Chris Evans said it's not always storylines that that make until these he gets decisions. addicted to drugs Let's, again and needs more money, and then he has to come back <laughs> and do a big movie. Oh, <laughs> this this series actually had forty percent fewer views than uh, than uh, the rest of the the previous How many, series. Say that again. How many fewer? 40, 40%. It was like 40% down really? viewership. Really? I looked it up and I'm not I, saying that I'm, I'm not saying viewership is what makes these decisions, but you got to admit oh, right. viewership sometimes does make these decisions. So I mean, well, I also also saw that it, it also broke the records with some of the other ones. I wonder, so, I wonder if people will catch up though, because like this month, there's it's nothing. Possible. Cause, cause this <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing new, and 
It, when it said 40% down, it was referring to when it was released. Compared to all the other ones, it was 40% down. So Well, it, it was possible. also released during the holiday season. Right. I know. No, you're right. You're right. I don't I don't know if there's a conclusion on that, but I'm just saying it. it is worth keeping that in mind because they don't always make decisions on whether or not it's the right story. They make decisions sometimes on whether or not it makes money. True, true. I, 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 uh, I agree with that 100%. Everything you have to make money for these guys? I guess so, right? I mean, it's yes, like yes, they it made does. so much money. The mouse but... is all about the money. The mouse is all about the money. All of Hollywood's about the money. I mean, <laughs> nobody's nobody's making... Fucking okay, Norristown, Pennsylvania is about the money. If anybody's yeah. not about the money, I mean... Yeah, it's just... I don't know what they're doing with their lives. I mean, here's the thing. It started, it was the night before Thanksgiving. And... Right. I mean, we watched it because, you know, we weren't Hashtag going anywhere. super fan? Hashtag <laughs> super fan. Right. But well, that was I me can, for sure. I, and, you know, and then it ran all during, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I can see why people, you know, didn't make the time to watch it. It but took me a I few wonder, weeks before I started watching. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder I didn't if people. watch it right away either. But yeah. I mean, everyone who has seen it has really said it's great. So I wonder if people have caught up later and how that counts. Like if. Everybody. You know, like well, I just. You know, maybe Spider-Man with the really, you know, once they once they dropped a Daredevil character in Spider-Man and they connected the dots with Hawkeye and they said, damn, I got to go watch that because Spider-Man certainly, uh, you know, took over the world for the for the last couple months as far as viewership. So oh, that could God, cause yeah. that could cause some crossover with uh, Wilson. Yeah, Fisk being in. I mean, I I just I just heard on a on a Disney podcast that one of the top movies that was streamed in 2021 like in the top five was Moana which has been on Disney Plus for pretty much since they started but for some reason like everybody's like oh we're going to watch Moana over and over <laughs> or, or like the you know people who had kids in their family watched it over and over or whatever so I wonder if you know even if people didn't watch it the first week it was out if during the Christmas holidays and in the past month when there's nothing else really on, if they all sat and watched it, and in the case of my family, watched it two or three times, if that counts towards the viewership or it's just the first week. I don't know. I mean, I'm just musing because I have no idea. But Right. Well, we know, we know WandaVision was going to get a huge response no matter what because it was the first thing that we had seen Marvel-wise in, in a long time right. when it was released. Yeah. And and then Falcon and Winter Soldier came up shortly after that, being the second with no, nothing else. So I, I can see where it might it might have had a downward trend in its initial release, but I think it in the long run I've heard it's, it's had as much or more viewership than any of the others also. So I think it's also where you look. I, I personally think it stands up and is better than than the others. I, I mean, I personally think it's more rewatchable than than the other three, um, not including What If. I believe. It's I don't know better. that What If is rewatchable, quite frankly. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> well, yeah, see, that's. I'm excited to see the second season, but I would certainly. It's already. Say... I think it had got canceled. Oh really? I heard, I heard. I heard recently that the second. Oh, season oh no, no. You know what it was? You know what it was? Is there was on the Disney Plus channel in Japan, 
they had a thing where it's like these are all the Dis- these are all the Marvel shows that are going to show up in 2022. Mm-hmm. And one of them was What If season two, and one of them was um, something. I can't remember something wars. I can't remember. Oh, she, uh, um, armor, iron wars. Armor wars, yeah. And then a couple days later, both of those things were taken off. And so there, the story was, it's like, oh, these have been canceled. It's like they weren't canceled. It's just they were put on the website accidentally, oh, okay. or they shouldn't have been, or or they're not, or they're still working on it, or whatever. So. Yeah. Gotcha. I I just heard that, so I I don't know, but I uh, sure like, yeah. like I said, I think I think Hawkeye by by itself is more rewatchable than the others. Wandavision was visionary for when it came out, right? It, and it was the first one we saw. It, its story alone is really really cool and crazy, but it's not very rewatchable, like because of the twists and turns. Once you know they're there, it doesn't hold as much. There's not as much to it. Falcon and Winter Soldier had some of the best action and some of the coolest stuff that they did in it. But yes. again, its story is kind of weak um, as far as is, is the, the go-to. Loki, I enjoyed Loki a lot for some of the stuff, but its story too, to me, was kind of... Kind of it didn't have as much. I it, Once it got... like The first two, two, three episodes, I really enjoyed, and then at, after that, it kind of got boring. Where... I like I said I think the fifth episode of of Hawkeye is probably the best uh, Marvel miniseries episode that that's out there I, I, from start to finish. It's one of those ones that just watching that one alone is is worth you know How, watching over and over. What about compared to some of the Netflix ones? Um, now that that's a good call. That's that's there's there's something to that because that's one of the things that people were also talking about because we have. We had Kingpin in this with, you know, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, I know I screwed that one up. But, uh, you, <laughs> you know. I'll give you a... Uh, I got my cat here bugging me for treats. Um, <laughs> but it's a... They're, they're a different series because they're they're allowed to be darker. Although I did notice... I don't know if you guys noticed this. There was a lot of sh- shits dropped in uh, in Hawkeye. <laughs> I was surprised for a Disney show... Hang on, I got I heard drop a shit. the word Hang shit on. several times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were dropping shits left and right. Um but it was just one of those uh they're allowed to be a little darker, which, you know, um changes it a little bit from for a series. I I I think the Netflix series suffered a little bit from the length of them. Um like if they would have shortened them into eight episode things and, and tightened up their stories. I'm- I'm dealing with that right now. I'm coming into the home stretch of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done with, uh, Iron Fist season two. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> I gotcha. It's, I, it's, I'm, it's my first time watching it. I don't know if I go back. It's, uh, you know, but got a couple of questions regardless. It's like, it's 10 episodes. It's like they could do it in eight. Yeah. And I think that's, what's so brilliant about the, I mean, if you think about it, Loki was six. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was six. Um, WandaVision was nine. But if you take the first three episodes, I think they're only 25 minute long. So if you take the total runtime, I think they all hit about the same. Um, you know, uh, so I think that six, I, I would have liked to have maybe one, maybe two more episodes of, of Hawkeye. 
Like, I think they could have put a little bit more story into it. They could have stretched some of this stuff out a little bit. Like, that last, the last episode was a little condensed. Um, they could have played that story out a little bit more. Um, or taken some of it out, too. Like, the fight with Kingpin, as cool as it was, I don't know. The fight with Maya and, and Kazi, like, that could have been left for, for the uh, Echo uh, series. You know, there's some, some stuff they could have done, but I like I that's where the Netflix and the in the, the the Disney Plus series. You got You got to admit though, Netflix. You know, they were basing it off. They were comparing it to to broadcast television. Broadcast television gets their money based on advertisements that come every yeah. time. Yeah, every episode. People aren't going to tune in for repeats, so it's all dependent <laughs> on that. Whereas now that you're dealing with a a service. You don't, you know, they don't have to, they could put one episode out there and if they get the same amount of viewership or the same amount of new subscribers, they make the exact same amount of money and they're dumping less money. So the, the game's changed. So I, I get a little, I don't, I'm not sure what to say about the, the amount of content. Part of me thinks that they're just going cheap because they don't need to put out the number of episodes. But I do think sometimes uh, there are series that say, oh, this went a little long or this went a little short. They could have stretched it out. Uh, but I, I think that plays a big part of it, though. True. I, I mean, well, and they were also allowed to go with a little bit darker, darker, you know, and they're darker comics. I mean, Daredevil is, is in the stories they pulled from are some of the darkest in, in, in the Marvel Universe, you know, with some of the stuff they did. Uh, Luke Cage was 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 pretty decent, um, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if it compares as well to to the Mar the the Disney Plus series. Like it was nice, but it wasn't as good. Daredevil, yes. Punisher, yes. First season of of Jessica Jones, I think. I think yeah, they they stand toe to toe with them. But like, you know, all the Marvel uh, Disney Plus series killed anything that we saw in you know Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean also. The Disney Plus series have a lot more money. Like there were, there's some set pieces they just couldn't. Like the the whole, um, the whole car chase in Hawkeye. Netflix just didn't have the money to do that. And and when you look at some of the, they have, some of the shows, they, like well, they, they like didn't the, want to have they didn't want to have the money to do it for <laughs> for a Marvel series. Netflix is doing just fine, and they can spend money on anything they want. They just chose not to spend money. There's a difference. Well, okay, that's true. That's true. So, Netflix you is know, doing just fine. They're not like, you know, going for government cheese or anything. They're doing just fine as far as like, <laughs> that's, like that's, they have that's plenty true. of money. Yeah, but they that's just up, upped our, our uh, monthly to like $15 now or whatever, yeah. $15.99 maybe. I'm going back to discs. I'm going back to, to, to DVDs. Good Wait, luck finding that's, the exclusive content, though. You know, you're not going to be able to find that, it. That's the... Is that the, yeah. the, the Netflix or the, the Disney? Is that the Hulu-Disney mix? Oh, Netflix? I thought there's... I don't know. I guess my daughter pays that one. I, think, I just got an so. email that said they were going up to like 15-something. So. Oh. Oh, wow. I don't... My daughter must have got it because I don't, I don't think... <laughs> I think she's paying that one right now, which is nice. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, but I mean, you know, let's face it. I mean, it's you look at like the the opening 
uh, scene of Falcon and Winter Soldier when you have the guy in the flight, the guys in the flight suits going through the canyon. Right. You know, that's there. You're not going to see something like that on Luke Cage. You know, <laughs> and that'd be awesome. <laughs> it, w- would it would be, awesome. be, wouldn't it? <laughs> but you know, so so I think I think Disney. Disney Plus is like looking at these. It's like, okay, this is a six-hour movie, and you know, and not a TV yeah. show. We're, and we're going to treat it as such. So, right, yeah, it, it is, and it's 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 very interesting. I think, and I mean, I think maybe Disney does a little bit better job with being more concise in their stories too. Like they they really tighten up what they have um, compared to where. Netflix was a little like you said because they were going for the 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 more episodes so it, it's hard to see what what'll be interesting to see is that uh now that we have those characters you know we we have Matt Murdock and we have uh Kingpin in the in the MCU for Disney what they do with it uh the rumor is that there's going to be a Daredevil movie maybe movie maybe series but they're talking keep it at R rated so who knows what that might mean I mean It'd be interesting to see. I mean, Disney. I mean, they. they I mean, they, clear, it's all in their clear, hands right now. You know, spoilers for the new Spider-Man movie. Clearly, it's <laughs> there. I mean, that was the thing. I was talking about Kingpin and what? Daredevil. I was, I was thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled to see them both. What? Yeah. Bo obviously has not seen Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I just knew it a sec. Um, it's been a month. I, you know what? It's, it's been more than a month. We don't have, we don't have to get into it. I, we haven't, I haven't been to a movie in over two years, so. I can in okay. a theater. I can, You know what? I can respect that. I okay. think we talked about this last time. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, but well, like you I, you know, know what, King... and I know all the spoilers. I was just fucking around. But okay, yeah. <laughs> but but when but when Kingpin showed up in this, and mm-hmm. I was I was so thrilled to see him because I I just think Vincent D'Onofrio does a wonderful job oh, with yeah. him, and it's and he's a great character and all that. And my husband was like, oh. It's like, oh come on, you knew he was going to be in this. I'm like, I had heard, <laughs> I had heard the rumors that he was going to be in this, but there was, right. I, you know, nobody knew how I, much, I how mean, little, how much. You know, like, there there were right. there were lots there were lots of rumors about the other shows too that never panned out. And yes. but once you see once you see yes. it on that cell phone, that picture of him. That that right. makes him canon right there. It doesn't matter yep. if yes. he's he showed up in in episode six. I mean, you saw that and it's like he's canon. You well, that's back away okay. from that now. That, Interesting and, thing. Yeah, and then and then Daredevil in the Spider-Man movie. It's like yes, obviously Actually, it's only Matt Murdock. Daredevil didn't show up. It was just Matt Murdock. Well, he did some the, Daredevil. I was gonna say the man the man he's caught just, a the man good. caught a brick one handed without looking. He's just a really so. good lawyer. He's a really good just lawyer. Just a really okay. good lawyer. Okay. Blind, blind too. Yeah. So he gets brick, bricks even though he's blind. There you go. But, but yeah, I mean, so I think clearly they're going somewhere with this. Yeah. But I'm not speculating where. But. So that's one of the things people talked about is is the the character of kingpin how he compared to the uh, netflix marvel um 
version was he the same you know a lot of people are talking the variant version because of loki and stuff like that and the multiverse do you guys do you guys follow vincent d'onofrio on twitter no i don't i've seen a couple couple articles that where i've heard some posts from him but uh i i started following him first of all he's he's got a great twitter feed he's he's a just seems like a super thoughtful intelligent guy that doesn't sound like twitter at all no i know it's ridiculous um but people were saying it's like people were saying and asking him directly it's like is this the same kingpin or is this some and he's like no it's the same kingpin and people were still arguing with him and it's like yes well and he's like he's like i am playing him (laughs) i am playing the same character and finally he's like i'm not discussing this with you people anymore i've I've said everything i'm going to say well, so that's what, what do I was going to he's going to do. Do they think he's going to be like, okay, like you, you convinced me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. They were like saying, well, he's not the same. It was like, well, he was in a different situation and it's also a different time. I mean, it's he five years the, later and there was a yeah. blip. Come on. Yeah. He, he ripped the door off a car, which another issue with, with timing and, uh, not really possible uh the mom could not have got out into the front seat started the car got it going turned and hit him with that car in the amount of time it took i agree with that yeah that seemed a little i had to actually back up and watch that again saying that didn't it couldn't have been the mom that did that but it was and you're right yeah it 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 was way too quick yeah no it was that might might have been an editing thing (laughs) yeah it was it was bad just Anyways, but the fact that he got hit by a car, you know, blown up and all this and still was walking away, they're showing that, yeah, he's still, matter of fact, even more so than than we ever saw in Netflix, he took more damage in this than he did in the Netflix series, I think, and still walked away. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Um, it panned up as you hear the gunshots go off. As well, we don't know what happened with that. I yeah. do not believe he's dead. I don't think they would. I was going to say, no, there's no way he's, he's not, dead. He's and they can, definitely. And they call out the, the comics because in the comics, Echo shoots him in the eyes. Right? He shoots his eyes out, and he ends up healing from that as well. So, well, yeah, I, I just assume he's going to be the bad guy in the Echo series whenever right. that happens. Um, think, oh God, think, I lost what I was. You think Kingpin is? Yes. Yeah, the, well, the, there's a lot to do with that. The, so that was the one thing that they really didn't do in this is they didn't really show, or I didn't believe they, they showed Echo's powers because um, Echo has um, kind of the Taskmaster powers that uh, in, yeah. in, in the comics where all she has to do is see something done once and then she can mimic it, kind of echo it. And oh. um, so we didn't really see that. Uh, in in this at all matter of fact she looked very unpowered did they ever call her echo except for the episode i think was called no i don't think so echo or something Uh, (laughs) echoes i guess yeah so uh yeah they never really showed her power so it'd be interesting to see if that's what they do in in the next iteration in her own show i hope they do because i think i think it could be really interesting i like the actress I like the idea of it. Um, I'm all on board for for her having her own series and, and really getting into the power part of it, and and see. I mean, I'd love to see her fight Taskmaster. That that could be a fucking throwdown, you know. If we if yeah. we get a Taskmaster back, I think that would be awesome. Um, so yeah, it it it, it is. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Netflix Netflix characters coming back. I have a feeling. Here's here's my my. I have a feeling all of them are pretty much going to be coming back, 
minus uh, Iron Fist. I have a feeling he'll be the only one that will kind of be replaced by a new person. Okay, All right. If they, if they if they even bring him back, I think. I you think mean a new uh, actor? Same same. I think they'll. I think they do a new actor if they they bring the character in, and I think that if they bring Luke Cage in, they should bring uh, Danny Rand because that is really a big part of the comics is Danny Rand and and Luke Cage's uh, friendship and and how those two work together and stuff. So uh, it would yeah, be interesting I mean, to have them back. I mean, I'd hate to lose like Colleen Wing and um, right, and and some of the other stuff there. But I think that that series is so poorly received. Well, that, that's that it'd that's be what tough. I mean. I, I I think it was just the I think a lot of it was the actor, a lot of the story. So if they bring it back, they may recast that one. Where the rest were all really well cast. Where that was the only one that was kind of off. Yeah. And, and, and Disney, I don't think, would be have a problem with saying, "Look, no, we 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 realized that was a mistake. The rest were pretty good. We're gonna we're gonna stick with these and and go with that and see what happens." If they don't, they don't. If they do, they do. I we can all see that what they're doing so far has been really good. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anything that I was like, "Oh my God, that was a real swing and a miss." Right. It's okay to have some misses as long as you've got, you know, the majority is, is good content and uh, there's value yeah. in that. So, Right, that's what I mean, though, is even <laughs> there are okay to have some misses, but I, they've yet to really, I mean, we could go back to Hulk, the original, you know, the, the first <laughs> one. Um, that was You're kind of, but I mean, Hulk. that's, <laughs> it's crap. I'm not too hard on it. <laughs> it is what it is. I, you uh, know, I... Something has to be the lowest. Something has say, to be the lowest. I would I would not say crap. I would I mean it's Iron Man three is worse than Hulk. <laughs> Interesting. You're not you're not far off. You're not far I, off. You know, I I haven't I haven't been able to watch Hulk and I've watched <laughs> Iron Man three two or three times, so <laughs> I would I would watch Hulk, but Hulk's my favorite. I mean Hulk's my favorite guy, right? So Yeah, that, I just yeah. That's, that's part of it, but that's Steve, what I mean. There are... Steve, who's your favorite? I mean, we know who Nina and, and Noah's are. Who's your favorite Avenger? Of the of the main ones, main secondary. I mean, or I just yeah. Who's your who's who's been the most impressive out of all of them for you? I mean, who? If you had to go get a tattoo of a superhero right now from Marvel, who would it be? <laughs> it probably would be Incredible Hulk, just because of my. Uh, Growing up, watching that, that was my favorite, my first favorite oh, show growing up. No, so it was Six Million Dollar Man. Ferrigno. Six Million Dollar Man was up there. I, I will yeah, give you that. But after that, it, well, in time, that was my first favorite show, but then Incredible Hulk started up, and that was my uh, favorite show at the time. Um, and I'm a big fan of the of, of uh, the new Bruce Banner. I mean, Ed Norton, I, 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 I liked the beginning of that movie. I thought it turned to crap in the end. But um, um, but and that's the kind of same relationship I had with Iron Man three is that part of it I loved part of it was was crap so then you have to kind of start weighing the crap with the with the gold and 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 do this sort of a thing and so uh, but yeah no, tattoo, you're right tattoo it would be probably Lou Ferrigno yeah <laughs> nice he goes old school <laughs> not even Hulk just Lou. <laughs> Nice. No, I get it. And and yeah, and that's in and, and that will jade some people toward towards their shows. I mean, yes, one of the reasons I love Ragnarok so much is cuz I am a huge Thor fan and, and sure. it is, you know, 
and I could see other people that you know are are. And I mean, Cap is one of my favorites too, and I really like his movies. Iron Man, I I love the way they've done him in here, but like I'm not gonna run out and like, oh yeah, Iron Man's the best. I would never get an Iron Man tattoo, even though I think the first one is one of the better movies. So, yeah, I get it. Um, back to our original, what we're talking about, Hawkeye. Um, if there was anything in this that you guys would would kind of rewrite, redo, is there anything in here that you kind of like eliminate or add? Or I mean, it just is there anything that stood out to you that was like, uh, this could have been so much better. I would rewrite the Definitely. scene where they were taking out the sniper. I mean, I thought that was a little hokey. I thought that was a strange place to have a party and to, to actually start walking around in front of the glass when, when you know you're targeted. So it, it seemed uh, an intelligent lap, intelligence lapse, um, and uh, it seemed smarter writing up till then. So I didn't have any major problems. There were a few things that were kind of weird choices. Like, um, you know, if based on the, the LARPer, I mean, the whole thing with the, the LARPers are all like first responders and cops and stuff, which is fine. That makes sense. Except they're a very corrupt bunch of cops and, and firemen. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, yeah, we'll the, just go get your arrows. It's well, that's it. It's like, you know, the fireman's like, oh, I'm putting this fire out. Oh, and I'll help myself to some of the stuff that's in the place while I'm here. <laughs> and then, you know, later they're like, hey, listen, can you just like uh, tamper with some evidence for us? <laughs> yeah, sure. What friend, What are friends for? And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. know? Right, right. They would have never let him put that sticker on the fire truck either. Just, just no, no. 100%. It was, it's like, <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess, all right, we'll, we'll, We'll go. I actually have is, a firefighter friend. A, I'll, I will ask him. I will. I will check on that just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have been able to put that, that on there. That's I mean, it depends. Property. It depends. Yeah, I guess it depends. If, maybe if it's a, uh, if it's a volunteer fire department, maybe. And you know, maybe they're all. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty. I think they're all pretty strict, and they keep it tight and clean. In in, in my opinion, I mean, like you look at Pennsylvania. Most of those volunteer fire. Most of those fire departments are volunteers, right? And they don't. Yeah. Um, like they're those those engines are just as clean as the ones you see in New York or or maybe right, cities like true. LA and stuff. So they take they're it very down, seriously. The, the Dalmatian in our neighborhood is extremely well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> what about you, Bo? Is there anything in these that you would you would do differently or change? In this, no. I think I think they're. I mean, I. I think they they pretty much nailed it. I think they did a really good job of um, like so so many little things. Like I, I know it's going to sound dumb and it doesn't have much to do with the story, but like the length of the episodes, the number of episodes, like just made it so much watchable. Makes it makes it rewatchable. I mean, to your yeah. point, it's like I that's that's a big. I mean, first of all, some of them aren't that good, but that's a big thing that would keep <laughs> me from rewatching a lot of the Netflix ones. Like, do right. I need to watch 13, 50-minute episodes of Jessica Jones? No, I don't. Nobody does. But I would watch. I would watch this again. Yeah. Like, I would watch this yeah. again for sure. I would watch. You know, some of the other ones that are shorter, and and I really appreciate that a little better. But, um, you know, and just the like, like I said, the the from from the beginning, the way they kind of weave in the sort of secondary story. 
I really yes. enjoyed that. Like, and they, like kept, a... and they kept kind of tying it. They weaved it in in such a way that it wasn't like, okay, we're going to do it, you know, at the beginning of this episode only or whatever. It's right. just like it kind of dropped in every once in a while just to kind of remind you, like, don't forget we have this over here. Like, we have this whole story, but then we have this over here. Don't forget about that because that's really kind of what's important. Yeah. Like, getting like... home for Christmas is what's really important. <laughs> it, they had, like, four stories, and they kind of interwove really well. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did a good job. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't have too many criticisms of this or anything that, that I would have changed given, given the option, option to change anything. Quite frankly, gotcha. I mean, you know, it's, uh, yeah, no, I think they did, I think, I think they did a solid job. I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving it a. Oh geez, I'm, I was trying to 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 call back. I forget which one is the best Robin on the Hero Movie Podcast. But I'm not going to give it a. I'm a not going to give it a Dick Great, a Damian Wayne, but uh, yeah, no, it's know, actually it's, I think it's a Dick Grayson. Dick yeah, Grayson is, is yeah. the top, and Damian Wayne's the second. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to go all the way to the top and 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 give it like the best score. But of of the Disney series of the uh, you know mini series yeah. or 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 returning series, I think it's yeah, I think it's one of the better ones. It's like, like on, on a scale from one to ten bros, how many bros would you give this? <laughs> I don't know. I'd give it. I'd give it eight bros. I'd give it a solid eight bros. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, of the ones I would go back and watch, I don't know that I'd watch this one first, but only because um, I wonder how it would be to go back and watch like WandaVision after seeing the other ones, because that's the first one I watched, and the most well, other people. Well, and I like, wonder no. what it would be like to go back and watch WandaVision after having watched all the other series well like noah mentioned that one once you get the reveals it's not as engaging whereas whereas in this show you've got the characters that kind of you know gain there's your... emotional ties yeah yeah but and... are there easter eggs maybe you didn't see are there little things maybe you didn't catch good... the first time i mean oh, there's reveals and, and they always kind of tie those in and all that <laughs> right, exactly right well you know i don't do my external research so i would have to <laughs> yes go back we do and know that again we do so know um yeah <laughs> Until the uh, until the podcast is actually happening, I don't do external research. <laughs> I I would I would have to say the one thing I would have liked to seen more. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of a two part. As I would have liked to seen um, a little bit less of the uh, the Maya story played out um, and left more of her own series. Like give it little bits to get us interested, but don't don't give it too much without as much meaning. Like I think. You know, the whole thing with, with Kazi and the whole thing with, with Kingpin, it's like we get this big emotional play play that goes off, but we don't get enough time with it. And I actually would have liked to seen a little bit more uh, street-level fighting with the with the uh, tracksuit. Like, I would have liked to seen uh, Kate get a chance to go back down and, and handle her business. Like, we got the big fight in the beginning where, where Clint really saves her. Like, to have her kind of, like, realize that she could do that and kind of go, you know... It, other than the fact that in the main fight at the end, there was way too many of those guys. I mean, they were like coming out of the woodwork. It's like mm-hmm. so many of them, which I think was a little overkill. And I think it kind of ruined that's that's. I kind of I kind of got the feeling they called them all in like they were sort of spread out over the city. Did he freeze up? It was, he did freeze up, but it also was a good opportunity for them to show off all their arrows, too. Um, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause it while we get Noah to recover because he doesn't know. Okay. I, he was in the middle of a thought. And he's probably still talking. Yeah. All right. So Noah's yeah, I was unfrozen. saying. Um, 
I was saying that um, I thought I would have rather seen less less actual tracksuit people and more of a of a, a more intense fight, like less of like. I love the fact that they used all the arrows, but make it more, you know, realistic. Like one little arrow to the leg and not dropping a guy. Like a little bit better. I mean, I love the one that like magnetized the the street lights and pulled all the guns. That was great. I really love the next the other Pym arrow that shrunk the truck. <laughs> Hilarious. Did you find uh, did that you, episode six was a little bit more campy than all the rest? It seemed like. Yes. I mean, with Kingpin, he was more of a cartoon than he was another thing. In a, in after Daredevil. five, six so, was a letdown. I so I think I think they got a little too campy in the last episode, and that I think well, they could yeah made it a little bit more serious. Or, they, they rushed it. There was too much that they were trying to do, and they rushed maybe, it a little maybe. bit. I think too. I they, and like, I think I think they were. I think <laughs> they were also. I think they were also trying to be kind of like fun. Yeah. yeah, like have like yeah. have a whole big blowout. But well, look, it's, I I love the Pym arrow that shrunk the truck, and then yeah, so I don't too, know if you the guys too dangerous arrow. <laughs> if you guys did you hear did you have the subtitles on or listen really closely? You could hear the little guys in the thing, but like the little miniature voices, even still like, oh, oh what's going on, bro? And like and then when the, <laughs> uh, the owl picks them up, and they're like, oh no, it's I'll, it's funny. I don't. Do you, Marvel do you know, does a great job with subtitles. Marvel you, Marvel subtitles are yeah actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you guys know the story about the owl? No. There was actually heard, in 2020. There was an actual owl in, in 2020 when they, see that because they they yeah. bring the. Um, they bring the Rockefeller Christmas tree from like upstate, you know, it's somewhere mm -hmm. else on the East coast. Like yeah. it's a big, it's apparently a big honor to get your tree there. So like they brought it from like way up, like in, you know, Rochester or something or whatever. Yeah. Someplace like that. And when they got it set up in New York, they were putting it up and they found this little owl had hitchhiked like the entire route. So they had to like, there was a, it was a whole, it, it should be a children's book, really. They had to capture him and take him back to his home, back where the tree came from and make sure he was reacclimated and all that stuff. So I think that was, I think that was what they were alluding that, to. So the guy was talking about the, the producer, whatever, they talked to him about that. And he said, yes, that was exactly what it was. And I thought, <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. That's pretty cool. I love yeah. the fact that he, he flew off with the little truck. And then and he was like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to ask uh, uh, Scott about that. <laughs> He's just like, what happens now? It's like, well, they're, they're uh, owl food now. But I yeah. I want to get one of those little, uh, uh, what is it, Ask a Bro or uh, the little uh, moving truck, uh, oh. the little bro truck. There's some... I, I, they got to have those out of Matchbox now. One of the, sure. uh, one of the um, YouTube channels that I watch that does, like, Easter eggs for all the shows. Uh -huh. They, they make their money by selling T-shirts, and they have Trustable Moving Company T-shirts, and move. I'm like, nice. and I'm like, oh, I really? think I have to get one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I I love the tracksuit mafia guys. I think it. So yeah. and, and got, we talked about. Got, okay, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was gonna say we we talked about the Matt Fraction comic where they they actually took actual screen or not no, they're not screenshots but like images from the actual comics with those guys standing around and doing there's things and they put that into the movie um you know there's a couple different scenes where there's i think it's the one where they're outside throwing the the cocktail the model tough cocktails into the house and calling kate bishop out like that's one of the scenes from it where they actually show the guys standing exactly where they're standing and posed it's it's 
they did a great job with it and it's so funny to me it's one of the best parts of of most of the series just the the, the tracksuit bows are, are hilarious. well i i mean yeah. i mean they were they were great because it's like they're you know they're they're threatening and they're you know they're they'll obviously you know kill you but they're also total meatheads and then you know so <laughs> like you have the whole conversation with the guys like imagine dragon the, yeah the imagine yeah, dragon like, <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> it's like well look at it this way you didn't have to go see imagine i love imagine dragons <laughs> yeah but does she love imagine dragons oh well you know <laughs> and then later he's like he's like, he's like he's like oh we got maroon five tickets yeah. <laughs> or something like that <laughs> i just wanted to thank you what's with the gun pop right in the head um well, i love that that's that was that scene too where he's like i'm interrogating you and you're like what i want to your middle management <laughs> you know this it, it it was really really well done um the whole bro thing was is hilarious and that's right out of the comics i mean that, you know it's not like they tried to make a a, a russian trope or something like that that is literally oh, it ripped is? right from the comics yeah the whole yeah. bro th there's probably more bros in the comics than there was in the show Oh really? Like it li yeah, it's literally like every other panel when they're on there is like like three or four bros. Yeah, it's wow. so funny. Nice. Which I thought was hilarious. I I loved it. Um, yeah, I mean for me that's the biggest thing is I I kind of I would have liked to seen a little bit more of those. I would have liked to seen a little bit, a little bit less of the Maya. Not because I wanted to see less Maya, but more of I wanted to see less of her story. That I'm hoping we would have had in Echo where they could have pulled more out of it like i think we got less of what we could have from her because they they couldn't give her as much time and not because i wanted to see less of her i think she's a great actress i think her character is really cool but i would like to either see more more time with that or or um but then we would have lost something else so that it, that's kind of where i would have i'm a little nervous did. about them doing did. dedicating a whole series for her because to me it doesn't seem like she had much range it was kind of a kind of a one note where she was just kind of you know well that's what i mean is they couldn't get grind, deep you know, into it so uh hopefully she can somebody else in right i mean there it's it's i won't say it's obvious but they're probably going to bring somebody else in i mean it's not just going to be her right you know i don't know because i don't know anything about her from the comics i mean uh it makes me want to go sure. find out um and so um I, I did read a little bit i can't remember what what comic i think it's a daredevil she she's actually more of a daredevil uh uh person than than a hawkeye or anything like that like her big thing is in, in daredevil and uh so the story behind her is instead of uh ronin being um uh accused or or set up to be the murderer it was daredevil and kingpin sent her after daredevil saying he killed her father and and so that fight and so um that's it, they kind of changed that up and so it was more between her and daredevil it was inter it'll be interesting to see what they do later on with that so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. It, am I, it's... Sorry. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, no, I, I didn't have anything. I'm good. Oh, okay. I was going to say when I, when I looked on, on IMDb and did we, and, and maybe I missed this, I'd step away once or twice, but um, is, is it, this is just the ones, I mean, you, you, we said, we kind of touched on this earlier, but we think Clint Barton's done. He's not going to be in anything else. He's, He's, this, we don't know they, for sure. They call this they call this a mini series. So yeah. They call it a series. So this is definitely yeah. There's the no. Last, this is definitely. There's the last, a good chance uh, it's not a second. Hawkeye, one. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did someone I, also. 
someone brought that up that it might be for for awards and stuff like that miniseries, but I don't know. I, I have a feeling uh, that they're not coming back to a Kate, uh, a Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, um, Clint Barton story. Um, the rumors are that we're gonna we're gonna be seeing Kate Bishop in like a Young Avengers. Um, well, they say Young or, Avengers a couple of times in the yeah. descriptions of stuff, so I think I think that's a that's a a guarantee if they do a young yeah. avenger she's in it like there's yeah no she'll be she'll be the head i mean that's from what i understand i never read young avengers but i think she is literally like the kind of leader of the young she avengers. is she is yeah. oh really yeah huh. okay and yeah so i, I mean I it's, think, it's if they do it she's i mean definitely i mean they've 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 introduced most of them se- six or seven of the young avengers oh, really? already yeah, so it's like a, so it's, it's like it's Kate Bishop, Eli Bradley. Um, who's, who is sorry? He's the son of um, Isaiah Bradley's the grandson. Black Cap- yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, the um, Cap- Captain America's right. grandson. Yeah. Okay. Um, the twins. Scott from Scott Lang. Yeah, Scott Lang's daughter Cassie, Wanda's oh, really? Wanda's twins, uh, Billy and Tommy, uh, Kid Loki. Oh really? Yeah. So I think the only one is there's what about, a, the Hulkling is the only there's one. There's Hulkling not they living. haven't introduced, and so I know it's not. Yeah, MCU. I, they're, they're, I there's. I mean, it's it's like the Avengers; they come and go. But so I know those it's are, not MCU. Are they going to do uh, what's her name from uh, from Deadpool and her girlfriend? Oh, <laughs> Atomic. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Negasonic teenage Negasonic warhead. Yeah, and warhead. And Yukio. Yukio, yeah. <laughs> they they Claire, probably won't be part of the Young Avengers, no. Claire would have, be super. Claire would be super thrilled if they did them. Right, because they have they're part of MCU now, right? X Men is not not, offici- not officially. Rumors are strong. Rumors are strong. Yeah, rumors are strong. We'll we'll see. Um, there's a there's some hot rumors that some of the X Men are going to show up in the new Doctor Strange movie, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> there's rumors all kind like they're they're oh, yeah, talking about sure. all yeah it's Tom it's Cruise all... coming out as a as an Iron Man, which just <laughs> yeah. makes me want to puke. It seriously well, makes he me was, want to puke. He was he was he's who God. they wanted originally. Did you know that? So good they didn't get him. That would I know, ruined I know, I know, and it was any of us. He doesn't fit thank, at all. Thank, any of thank God, John Favreau <laughs> is like you know. No, we can't have Tom Cruise. You know, he'd yeah. be perfect. And here's the thing: if they had start, if they hadn't, if they had started at Disney, I doubt they ever would have cast Robert Downey Jr. True. Yeah. So Just it's it, you yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, the stars aligned in a lot of ways. Yeah. We talk for about sure. alternate people for roles and stuff like that. Um, made me think about i was just you know i was just listening to the deadpool podcast for the mm-hmm. hmp guys one of the one of the theories they they threw out there as um something before deadpool 2 came out was that cable might be played by sylvester stallone which plays to their narrative 100 percent. but they were like <laughs> they were thinking sylvester stallone might play cable from deadpool 2 but Obviously, we know that didn't work out. I mean, yeah. talk about a guy that had a couple of years. I mean, he played like some of the Thanos. He was Thanos and um, Cable in the same year. And he was also in another movie the same year. Um, 
Oh man, I, I can't remember what that was, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, he had a, like I said, he had a busy year. That's that's. He that's was really... he was a young he was young Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black. Yeah, I'm three was up. it? Yeah, I'm gonna look up what else he was in, but yeah, he, he was he did he like was three actually, big movies and he was actually yeah. really good in that. <laughs> Goonies, yeah. um, you you mentioned uh, right. Deadpool. You mentioned Deadpool, but and I just got to point out those texts that you sent out, uh, Nina, about Moon Knight. Um, hilarious little excerpts that I'd never seen before from the comic strip. That, yes. Uh, really do does put him on par with uh, with Deadpool as far as his vulgarity well, think... and his... Uh... <laughs> Moon Knight is probably one of the least known Marvel heroes for the, for the common person. Um, that yeah. Yeah. And so, um, which I know very little of him because of some of the Marvel games and stuff I play. So I'm 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 excited, but I know very little about him. So I, I'm I'm all I'm all for it. But s people that know about him are are through the roof excited that this is coming. So I mean, it's there's there's a couple of characters that they're bringing into the MCU, and it's like they're they're somewhat obscure, and it's yeah. You know, and it's and sometimes that works. What? Like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, nobody <laughs> heard of them before. You're, if you if you Rocket if you Rocket say Rocket. you've if you say you knew those characters before the movie came out, I'm going to call you a liar because you work you <laughs> nope. work at a comic store. I mean, exactly that maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I seriously, I, I had no idea, but Rocket right now is one of my favorites. I mean, he's yeah. he's right up there. Like I yeah. I think he is one of the most fabulous characters. I would I would any show. That they want to put him in i'm all behind <laughs> right so 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 yeah. in 2018 so real quick sorry um in 2018 josh <laughs> roland was in avengers infinity war deadpool 2 and sicario day of the soledad basically sicario 2 which was a huge you know it was also really well received and then 2019 he did avengers endgame so probably in those four movies he could probably retire <laughs> right. <laughs> he still wanted to. Um, yeah, he's doing all right in 2021 too. He was in, <laughs> he was in uh, What If Dune, and and he's tiled in for part two of Dune. So sure. All right, I got nice. I got one last thing. So there was the the big fight inside the the KB toy store, um, right when when uh, the catch and release of of Clint Barton with the tracksuit and then. Uh, Kate does her, her uh, try to rescue but falls through the light. The, the, the fight at the end of that before they escape, um, Clint Barton dies into a big box of uh, ball pit balls. Hmm. Have any of you guys watched um, uh, Big Bang Theory? No. Yeah. No, no I haven't. Bazinga. Doesn't I've, he pop up? I've seen one Bazinga. or two. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's, a, there's, a scene, there, there's a scene in one of the, the, the Big Bang Theory where, where Sheldon is in a ball pit and he like pops up and bazinga and then drops back down and does. And so everybody that talks about that ball, they're like, oh my God. It, it, everybody was laughing about it. And it's funny because I thought about it when it first came on and I hadn't thought about it after. Like I, I was like, oh, that's funny. Bazinga. And then... I completely forgot about it. And then as soon as someone said it in the podcast, I was like, oh my God, that's so funny that, that other people thought about it. it it's, <laughs> it's one of those things is once you've seen it, it's, it's, it, it just fits. But it, it was just one of those things. I just was wondering if anybody else had caught that and, and thought that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Nope, I can't believe it. you haven't watched wanna, Big Bang Theory. Want to get to it? I know it's, it's, I, I've watched. No, actually, I'm not, not even surprised anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't be. 
There's just so much to watch. You should see my list of things that are like what I want to watch, and it's it's huge by wide. I, I believe you. Goes. There's a ton, a ton, yeah. a ton of stuff. Like there's just so many things, and the part of it is I go back and rewatch so much stuff that I really like that I don't like. Oh yeah, no, like, like, I, I don't, I don't necessarily branch out to new stuff. Like if I'm like if I'm like doing something like the other night, I was actually talking talking to Nina. I was a week ago. I was home. Um, by myself and I was going to try and watch Eternals and I started watching it and <laughs> and it was just I found it hard to follow I'll yeah. leave it at that but I found it hard to follow and I ended up you know cutting it off and watching Endgame I could have put on something else like I could have put on <laughs> like Big Bang Theory V for Vendetta one of these other things I want to watch it's one know. of those when you're not wanting to pay attention, it's nice to go back to visit something that's comfortable. Exactly, I and I do that a lot I get because you. it's usually like, in the background. Of the I like it when we're doing the podcast and something comes up. Like last week when doing all the research about Fight Club, I saw some reference to Art of Self-Defense. And so this last Great week, I, I tracked that down on Hulu that was available. And bizarre, really interesting. Not necessarily, bizarre, but interesting. I not necessarily really entertaining, but at the same time, quirky enough <laughs> and weird turns that um but i can see how it's related to fight club and that same sort I, of yeah um i know we kind of nice. went back and forth on whether or not it was about toxic masculinity this art of self self-defense definitely goes there with yep. that but um so it's nice to 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 talk about things and when i listen like bo you've mentioned some things and i jot little notes down oh, i gotta check that and uh, check that out yeah <laughs> that's what i do that's what i do when we talk about stuff here and yeah. i definitely do the same thing like i write stuff down and and like no one want to circle back to it and stuff so like uh, true, grit. <laughs> true, true grit, true grit, sure, right? <laughs> Absolutely, true grit. Yes, there's gonna be a huge bump up in that after people. And if you and if you dig <laughs> and if you dig true grit, watch the ballad of Buster Scruggs. What? That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yes. for sure, it's on the list. Yeah, nice, cool. All right, well, I don't have anything more. I mean, I I could talk about this this series forever. Really, there's so much into it. But yeah, I, I mean, there's there's still that... a lot of stuff I wanted to touch on. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it it is such a good series. There's so many little things. I like I said, and that's what makes the rewatchability of it so good. Is because there you you can get into so much of it every time, and and there's so much to draw from. You know, Florence Pugh's, you uh, know, Elena Belova character is so incredible in this. Kate Bishop mm-hmm. makes you like her so much and want to see so much more of her. Clint Barton, uh, Hawkeye in this, he is. You know, he's always shit on from all the others, or not always, but a lot of people don't like Clint Barton and Hawkeye as a character. They just, why is he even in there and stuff? And I've always thought, you know, he's he's been a great, and this finally gives him a little bit of a, a play that shows uh, what he really is, and, it, and it's incredible. Uh, the, the, the tribute to Black Widow and, and Natasha Romanoff's character, um, there, there are just so many things, you know, like I said, to me, best rewatchable uh, Disney series right now. I could see that as um, we talk yeah. about it. I could definitely agree with that. See that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue with that. Like I said, I just yeah. I sat down and I intended to like spread it out over four days, <laughs> and I just like, yeah. nope, we'll watch the next one as long as we're sitting here. Yeah. You yeah, guys are making sure. me want to watch sure. it again, but instead I gotta stop podcasting pretty quick and watch uh, Jessica Jones season two because I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I haven't started uh, back yet, so uh, <laughs> I got a week. I'm to sorry, go. Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, actually, Jessica Jones isn't bad. There's some good stuff in it. It's 
I think, I mean, I mean we'll, I we'll, enjoy get into it. It. we'll get into it. I enjoyed it. And I think yeah. as far as the Netflix series go, it's one of the better ones. Yeah, let's, true, let's true. wait. It's not we'll, bad. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. That's a teaser All right. for everybody that's listening, our four <laughs> listeners. That's a teaser. <laughs> for, Stick around I think next we're up week. from that. Same right? bad time. Same bad time. Well, I'm including we're, us. We're getting... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks for uh, listening. I hope you were able to stick around. I hope you enjoyed Hawkeye as much as I did and the rest of us did. Uh, always feel free to let us know how you feel uh, in any of the ways we talked about earlier. And join us again next week when we talk about Jessica Jones uh, season two. So that's it for me. So Hail oh, Caesars. Yeah. Hail, Hail Caesars. Caesars. We could do this all day, right? Ah, right. Ah, thank you very much. <laughs> Hail Caesars. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs>